this week on the Bimcast. Why don't you just go save a whale? What's done? We're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast, Bamcast, episode three hundred eighty-one. All right, number. Wow. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, come here and talk about it for the first half, and we rate them good bad movies and Drobo bad movies. You get one of five jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. However, there are bad bad movies. As stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags. As in douchebags after bags of douche. Yuck. Formerly of Twilight. Uh-huh. Both useless. Nay, Twilight. Nay. Cause more damage than good. Uh, so we are in straight in the middle of freedom. No no crazy months. No nothing is Nothing to plate. hold us down. Just yeah. watching movies. Yeah, we just, just watching yeah. shit. Yeah. We're just, just fucking chilling and just watching movies, Just hit play movies, and whatever happens, happens, That's man. That's right. Yeah. Into it. Just letting it wash over yeah. us, whatever yeah. it is. No theme. So no. we... we we have kind of done some more well-known movies, and every once in a while we like to try to pluck something that might just be like the next thing that hey, we can go like, wow, we found this. Uh-huh. And, and then, then Alamo then did it. No credit whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Because someone else did it two, two months later. Uh, but we did 1991's College Kickboxers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Just going to say good luck on finding that one. Uh, let's get a quick plot summary, because that's what we usually do out of the way. A college freshman who trains in martial arts is beaten up at work by a racist gang. His co-worker, a Chinese cook, beats up the gang and trains the young man in Kung Fu. Okay. Mm, yeah. That's fairly accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it gets a I'll take it. seven out of ten on the accuracy scale. That's, yeah. yeah, sure. So by that plot summary, one might surmise that this might just be a little bit like the Karate Kid. It mm. might be. But... In college. <laughs> Yes yeah. and no, sort of. I, I mean, it's almost like they're whatever. I mean, we're going to talk about it scene by scene, but just kind of as like an overarching thing, it seems like they're kind of aware of their proximity to Karate Kid because there's like pretty much a direct Karate Kid like, no, we're not doing that scene yeah. at, at one point. Yeah. Um, But we'll, we'll get there naturally. So, okay. But as far as like who's in this movie... Nobody you know. No, we we do have a quote unquote Bamfcast alum in this movie. We do only because we we dug down far enough in the credits and their <laughs> filmography, which is not many movies for each of these people usually. Yeah, the male lead of this film, uh, Ken McLeod, who plays James Caulfield in the movie, was in Double Dragon. Oh which yeah, we Double watched. Dragon. He uh, plays like adult thug number two. I thought it was like rich was... kid opponent number two. Maybe yes. that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, he he's the one with the most acting credits, but they're all something number sign something thug one rich kid opponent to hockey mm-hmm. max mask two. he's in a bunch of movies that we will probably end up watching. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and th- this is Tang, who is the uh, the the man who trains him, the Chinese wing. Cook. Yes, the Chinese cook who trains him. He's been the stuntman in a whole bunch of stuff. Mm hmm. Yeah, dude's got some talent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this but is kind of his only. We'll paint a little bit of a backstory. I guess you were just going to kind of randomly watch this movie, Chuck. Yeah. At one point in time, you're just like, college kickboxers. This that seems was, like a thing I should watch. This was a movie that was in the 1990 pile because mm-hmm. it was mislabeled. Okay. And I was clearing out the 1990 pile. Like, did we miss anything good? Let me throw this on and see if this is any good. 
got about three minutes into it and I was like, oh, <laughs> I got to save this for the guys because the first like three to five minutes of this thing are ridiculous. <laughs> and I was like, the whole movie's going to be that. So I'm stopping right here. Yeah. Basically, dude is pulling up to college in his sweet Jeep and his hair is flowing in the wind. And, you know, we're watching credits happen and all that fun stuff. Uh huh. As you do. Kind of generic mm-hmm. 90s music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and that's, you know, kind of pumps you up a little bit. You're just like, all right, this looks like our kind of jam. Dude mm-hmm. riding around in a sweet Jeep. What's going to happen? Um, pulls up to college, goes into admissions, and, and they're just like, oh, you're you're rooming with, what's the dude's name? Something like John Mark Brown. Brown. Mark, yeah, Brown. Mark, Mark Brown. Brown. And the lady, I don't know why. She's just like, good luck. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why that guy would garner a good luck from anybody because he's just like collegiate. You know, he's just a nerdy student guy who happens to like doing a little karate and other martial arts on the side. Well, he's like, also immediately an asshole. Yes. His roommate like, for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's they have to have a dick swing contest before before anything can happen. Sure. But the longer this movie goes on, it's like this guy's. Yeah. Like, like, like a hero of the community kind of guy. Yeah. He's a pretty good dude. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's, just, it's a strange reaction. Like it would have made more sense if his roommate was the asshole racist gang leader oh, guy if God. she said that you know yeah man that would be that would be some odd couple situations right. <laughs> there yeah but instead he's just grumpy right because mm-hmm. it's basically yeah. like hey what, what are you doing studying yeah he's like yeah what are you a okay. freshman and this guy it's first day of school <laughs> yeah and he's like leave me alone i'm busy studying <laughs> yes. it's like, dude nobody's <laughs> had any classes yet you ain't studying shit <laughs> don't give me no lip mark <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so they're immediately just like escalating this out of nowhere mm-hmm. for no reason and he's just like look freshman don't make me kick your ass he's like oh yeah how are you gonna kick my ass and he just leans back in his chair and just like <laughs> gaze upon my trophies my young man mm-hmm. <laughs> i left these trophies specifically for you so that you would know not to fuck with me <laughs> and it's just thousands upon thousands of kickboxing I mean, trophies like and 10, plaques but, but yes yeah. and so our I, hero <laughs> walks over and as BJ said, I was like, please, for the love of God, <laughs> let that duffel bag be nothing but fucking trophies and just lay them out in front of his. And they weren't trophies, but he pulled out like an armful of plaques like yeah. uh, black belt in jujitsu, black belt in taekwondo, black belt six Dan and whatever. And like, just put them all in front of the guy's trophies. He gets to the middle of the display, picks up one of his trophies and looks at him like, excuse me, and puts it out of the way right. so he can put his next, you know, certificate of completion in front of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, well, or then Mark Brown's like, well, can you jog? And then it just like cuts to and then like, they're friends. You know, it's just dark. And he, <laughs> Mark kind of wakes up in bed like because an alarm goes off and he looks over and dude's bed hasn't been slept in. He's like, what the hell? And he goes over to the desk and it has a, a little sign on it. Something like uh, I couldn't couldn't wait for you. Yeah. Sleepy oh, yeah, or something. I, like I don't that. wait for bookworms or right. something like that. And he's like, Grr. and he looks out the window and James is just outside and he's just like, hi there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Mark runs out and he's just like, that's it. It's on. I'm fucking kicking your ass right now. Let's do this. And so they're like, okay. So they just start kickboxing. Yeah. And it's at this point that I'm sitting there watching this for the first time. I'm like, oh, dear God. Yes. <laughs> All problems at college will be solved with kickboxing. Mm-hmm. And they kickbox for, I don't know, 45 seconds until one of them gets a blow on the other one. Like, for real. Yeah. Yeah. And James kicks Mark in yeah. the head. And he's just like, and he's like, oh, shit, man. I'm yeah. sorry. And as he's helping him up. <laughs> 
This is when we are introduced to the White Tiger Gang. Yeah, who just out of nowhere. The racist White Tiger Gang. And keep in mind, this is like 5 a.m. Well, the sun's <laughs> out. It's California. The sun's the, out at the 5 a.m. The sun is out. And just this gang rolls up and main dude in a mesh t-shirt and his other assorted oh. jerk-offs. <laughs> Beret man and sunglasses guy. Yeah, uh, this guy is just, I could, it's, it's, yeah, I don't even know how to describe him, but he is just like the greasiest, white trashiest piece of shit. As BJ, BJ and I were saying before the show, if you imagine like Rhino from the WWE, but younger and much smaller, he looks like that. Just mm-hmm. like giant anvil face and all kinds of like, hair. He looks like a combination of Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> but with a mullet. Yeah, accurate. Yes. Yeah, and, and they are they are just collectively dicks. Like well, this yeah, just becomes. I mean, he walks up and he's just like, "You sparring with this n word?" Yeah, or, or he says something like, "Watch you this n word's ass." Yeah, and he's like, "Excuse and me." He's like, "Wait, what? The, what?" Do you, what? It's like, that's what their asses are for. Yeah. And he's like, look, pal, this and, is like instantly like, hold on there, buddy. And this is the kind of <laughs> piece of shit like throughout the movie. Every scene he shows up in, he uses a different racial slur. Yeah. For everyone. Except and they for, get increasingly except like for the Asian dude. He like, has a multicultural gang. That does. That's what doesn't make any right. sense. Uh, yes. He just hates black people, I guess. But but, but, but no, he goes after he, he goes Asian after wing, too. too. But like he's got one. And he just keeps reusing it. And he says China man. Yeah. yeah. But he also says it like China man. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, there's, like, there's, like, like there's a comma in there. Like <laughs> yeah. it's China man. man. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't but, say like Chinaman like you would expect some no. weird racist to say. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's just I don't know. It's dumb because he's literally got a, an Asian dude in his gang. Mm-hmm. And they I mean, whatever. It just it, it, this guy is like the uh, like evil Chuck Norris in Invasion mm-hmm. USA. He just shows up to be an asshole wherever, whatever. Yes. It, it doesn't make any sense why he's at any places that he's at. Nope. And he's always everywhere. Right. That's what yeah. I mean. Wherever any of the main characters are, he and his gang are there for some reason. And always wearing their white tiger jackets. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to if you're part of a gang. Mm-hmm. But Mark, they leave and Mark explains, yeah, that's the, the white tiger gang. That guy's crazy. His parents apparently sent him away for therapy. I think it made him crazier. Then <laughs> James is like, huh, well, good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now they are friends. Yeah. <laughs> Their beef is done. They have bonded over. Hey, that guy's a racist. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. You're my roommate. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they are now friends. Yep. And it turns out Mark basically has a, uh, a karate dojo type thing mm-hmm. where he's teaching a bunch of kids how to how to you know, do all the karate stuff that you would learn. It's not just kids. It's the dregs. It's the rejects. It's the, the former drug addicts. It's yes. the people off the street trying mm-hmm. to give them a sense of purpose, mm-hmm. but they're going to tear it all down and build a mini mall. Yes. As they do save the rec center, but he has no dreams yep. of saving that rec center. He just wants, he's like, so there's going to be a tournament and I, he wants I to open to his own rec center. Open my own. And I'm going to take this money and open a place somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This rec this Rexeter has no sentimental value per se. It's no. just the idea. <laughs> yes. Like the kids will have a place. Yes, I will it open a place. If it's this one. Yeah, they they are basically conceding to the construction company. They Actually, are not going to. I just realized 
Oh man, I mean, we're skipping ahead to the look. It's a it's a fucking movie about kickboxing. They win. Yeah. That's not really a spoiler. What? Whatever. Can they name me a movie like this where they just like lose? But Rocky. He, <laughs> but he wins in a way. Anyway, they. <laughs> It's they, a moral victory. His, their new dojo is in the mini ball that he was just talking about. The one that, like, is it? It's in a fucking mini ball. It is in a mini it's ball. It's in a mini ball. Like, yeah. But it's, I mean, I, I think I'm it's in a different mini ball. There's no actually, way they waited, let them tear that place down, thinking, and then built a place on the ashes. In my, okay, in my mind, place. they built. That's fine. They built the dojo. There are a, a number of places do go by. We built this dojo <laughs> on a mini ball. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, so it's basically. There's going to be a tournament. Twenty five thousand dollars goes to the winner. It's going to be me, and I'm going to re. I'm going to build this place somewhere mm-hmm. else. And the other guy's like, "No, nah, it might be me because I just want the money." He's like, "Sweet, I like." <laughs> and money. then the guy's like, "Oh, you need money?" And he's like, "Well, he's like, I want money, but I can't wait six months." And he basically he's like, "Oh, you want money? Come on, why don't you be a bus boy? <laughs> I will hook you up yeah. with a job as a bus boy. You want twenty five thousand in six weeks, or do you want four dollars right now? <laughs> right. Oh, was it only six weeks? I thought he said six months, which made more sense. No, it was six months. Six six was months. it six months? Okay. It was six months. Yeah. Okay. I assume he had to he had to train for longer yeah. than. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, and at some point in between this, he's actually gone to class. Yes, he, did, he met, does go to Ecosystems 101. Yes, and he's met Kimberly and her friend Teresa. Oh yeah. Where Kimberly is very concerned about the environment. <laughs> and she's going to remind you of this literally every time she shows up on screen. Kimberly is the vegan crossfitter of environmentalists. <laughs> she is. She, Kimberly is. She also doesn't own a TV. <laughs> right. Yes. And she bikes to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Kimberly is all of these things wrapped up into one person. And probably, probably a pilot. And she sells Amway. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. All of these things. Like. Basically, her her dialogue consists of, "Hey, can you? Do you have time to join our club about the environment?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Nah, I'm kind of busy. You know, I I'm a bus boy. I have my training and all that." And she's like, "Oh, well, by the time you're ready, we'll have no ozone layer left, and people will be lit on fire, literally by the atmosphere itself. And it's all your fault because you didn't join our club." He and he's kind of like. I I just have a lot to do and yeah. time is finite and yeah. I can't I'm with you I'm not opposed to your mm-hmm. thing and she's just like oh you stupid jock yeah but but she is one of those if you're not all in you are an active enemy yes people you are conspiring to destroy the earth mm-hmm. through your bus boying <laughs> yeah yeah that revelation comes later at the restaurant but yeah so they've had they've had their dumb class where mm-hmm. nothing is learned and of course. Yeah. Then he goes to work and, and he continues to him. hit on her. And she's like, "Ugh." yeah, it's like, listen, I don't take jocks. I, I am a little I'm confused. Like what led him to take this class when he can't even pronounce the <laughs> word of the class? Like, how does one wander into ecosystems and go like, I'm, I'm looking for echo systems? <laughs> You probably have to take a bunch of electives to to keep your your kickboxer. <laughs> hey man, I don't you think your he, degree in kickboxer. I don't think he was majoring in kickboxing, was he? Listen, I think he was. Yeah, I think. Millworth State College probably <laughs> didn't have a real big selection of classes. Yeah, and he was like, man, I need an eleven o'clock on Mondays. This does seem What's like the available? only class that they had. Okay, so true. There are and, people in the hallway going to other places, but we never see what they are. So yeah. I, I think they're all varying. You know, advanced <laughs> eco studies. Right. <laughs> it was the only school he could get into. It was an environmentalist school. Right. And he it's thought just, it not was going to be kickboxer was, college, right. but 
Turns out it was just his roommate and the gang that roves the college campus mm, for some right. reason. Yeah. Seven people to go to this school. <laughs> yeah. 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 And maybe he thought it was echolocation and he was going to learn about dolphins. Oh, maybe he's, he's not. He's going to learn some fucking daredevil shit. Yeah. 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 You never know. Yeah. Learn about dolphins and bats. <laughs> Maybe yeah, he, James was just on some next level shit. Nobody yeah. realized it. <laughs> Could have been. He, he seems like he might have a lot going on. Uh, but yeah, he, he goes to work and everyone's shitting on him. Mm-hmm. It's just like everyone hates him there. And he, he tries to, you know, the, the girls come in again. And that's that's when he gets the whole spiel about how if you're with you're against us, you fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can't yeah, repeat but... that stance, Chuck. <laughs> and, you know, he's just like, well. Everything fucking sucks. Uh, mm-hmm. And and they give him an order. They're like, uh, they're like, he's he's trying to talk to the chef, and the chef's like, no, quit being a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Do your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clean up after. Clean up the tables. And he's like chopping an onion, and he just like won't even acknowledge. He also dumps James the entire all. chopped onion onto a plate. Like oh. it was like someone ordered a plate of onion. Yep. Apparently. Yep. Yeah, but there's a, there's an order up front, and they're like, oh, here, James, take care of this order, and he comes out, and of course it's. Greasy racist fuck. <laughs> and not only that, like he's walking with the with the bus tray to a table, and he does the old like well, stick his boot out thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's a little bit later. Yeah, that's this is one second. where he's just kind of sitting at and and he's oh, at the yeah, counter. He's right, at the yeah, counter, yeah, and James is just like, nah, yeah, nah. And he's what clearly you... just chomping on fortune cookies or whatever. Yeah, just like and James is like, what are you doing here? Yeah, what are you doing here? Yeah. He's like, don't you know I'm everywhere you are? Yeah. <laughs> You still hanging out with that black person? Mm-hmm. You <laughs> that you beep. you race trader, and it's just like, whoa, dude, that was yeah. yesterday. Of course I am. He's, yeah, my, he's roommate. my roommate, and I like him. And we he's are my friends. Friend. <laughs> You're the dick. Yeah. <laughs> give me give me a reason to hang out with a piece of shit like you. Yeah, you're not offering me anything. Mark's kind of awesome. Yeah, you're a piece of fuck. <laughs> you have to warm up to Mark a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, once you get yeah. there, he's all right. You gotta get you through. Really that. need to work on your sales technique. <laughs> Mark has that harsh exterior, but deep down he's a teddy bear. Ask me how I know. He also doesn't say racist shit within three seconds of meeting him. Funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah. And then, but yeah, but racist fuck is just like, oh, I'm just going to kick your ass right outside of work. And he's like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) And then he's, you know, he goes back to the kitchen and he's yanking off his apron and Mm -hmm. the chef's like, where are you going? And he's like, I gotta, I gotta take care of some business out here. Yeah. And he gets outside, and of course, racist fuck has the rest of his white tiger gang there. Mm-hmm. And James is basically able to beat them all up. Yeah, he wins this, the first round. Yeah, he he wins this time, and he's he's like, yeah, why don't you they all do get the out honorable here? thing? They all come at him one at a time, mm-hmm. and he just he defeats all of them. And this, like, and and in the middle of it, he's kind of like, you know, I we could use a like guy like you on our team. Like, what do you say? And he's like. No, yeah. fuck no, no. Like <laughs> I just beat all your asses. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a racist fuck. Yeah. Your no. team sucks. <laughs> I am better. Yeah. But and he's like, well, you're gonna regret this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is the first like in a long line of that racist fuck getting his ass beat. Mm-hmm. He almost never wins. Yeah. He continually gets his ass beat. And then shows up and's like, "Yeah, we're gonna whip the shit out of you. Yeah, we're better than you. Yeah. I'm the best. I'm gonna win the tournament. You suck. I rule. Yeah. White Tiger Clan out. Yeah, O'Doyle rules. And he That's walks it. out. Yeah, and, and then yeah. he drives his goddamn car off a cliff. <laughs> yep. But yeah. yeah, so the next day, mm-hmm. James is just getting off work because because he gets threatened by you know 
he's like, I'll never, I'll never join you, racist <laughs> assholes. You chop off my hand. It's not going to matter. Right. And, and he's like, well, we'll be back. You watch your back. Mm-hmm. And the next night, they're back. And he's like, because he like, <laughs> there's a shot where James is walking up to his Jeep, like from the side. Oh, man. And all of a sudden, a racist fuck like pops out from behind the hood. Yeah. Like he's like, aha. aha I'm here now. And he's James like, like, oh, do I have to beat your ass again? Beat your ass again. But there's a guy with a gun on yeah. the other side of the Jeep. And he's like, oh, really? And like six more dudes in ski masks with weapons. Yeah. With like bats. And- yeah. And they don't fight honorably this time. Oh, no. They just all beat the living fuck out of James. He, he punches a couple, and then yeah. one guy just cracks him across the head, and then they get him on the ground. They just start beating the crap out of him, mm-hmm. and then and then they do they break his arm or his leg or something. They like they basically they, it's like his wrist or his hand. Yeah, but and, this and all kind of happens. His, yeah, they got his hand in like a yeah a bar or something, and they're gonna they're gonna break it, mm-hmm. and they're like you, you've got to crawl. You're gonna crawl to us, and that's when the chef walks out. And mm-hmm. is like, what's going on here? And and like, hey, you, you crawl over here. Yeah. And 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 James is on the ground going, no, don't do it, man. Yeah. Dude, fuck these guys. They're racist shits. You know, and of course, the king racist shithead is just like, <laughs> he's like, hey, Chinaman, are you going to do this? You know, why don't you? Yeah, just, just get over here and crawl, more, buddy. More random racist shit at the end. And, and he's like, OK, OK, I'll, I'll crawl. I'll totally crawl. Yeah, I'm doing it. And James is like, don't do it, man. And he like crawls all the way across. And there's a guy who's leaning against the Jeep, like with his one leg up. Oh, yeah. He's Captain like, Morgan in like, that Jeep. Like, yeah. yeah. He's basically he's the guy like, with the gun. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, check out my taint. Yeah. And <laughs> it's insane. Taint, nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah. And and the chef is wing, mm-hmm. as we learn, because he crawls all the way over to him on all fours. And then as he's underneath that guy springs up. And just chucks this asshole through a fence. Yes. I thought he was gonna like do a you know behind the back kick in his kick in the kick the dude in his nuts or like headbutt him in the Mm-mm. dick. No. But no, he just jumps up and like, fucking and springboards it's not even his wires dude. or anything. No, like he no. just launches that. He guy. just somehow launches this dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, head, into this head fence. meat taint rest of body meat fence. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Gun goes flying into this like the middle of the arena <laughs> that they're in. And Wing gets up and just it's time to murder all of these fools. Oh, yeah, because one guy does like a flying kick at him and it's the first dude and he just grabs this dude and, and like chucks him back at himself. Yep. He's just like, get the fuck out of here. Yep. This is like super impactful. Like I hit you with the palm of my hand and you go flying back 10 mm-hmm. feet. That kind of thing. Like, you know, King Racist gets his ass beat again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but so and then at one point, the uh, the gun lands in the middle of this pile of bodies and you know, Mr. Racist is going to grab the gun and wing gets it, picks it up and embeds it into this tree. Mm-hmm. Just which, slaps it into yeah, the tree. Like, it's yeah. crazy. And I guess it's still there to this day because <laughs> no one ever mentions it again, but just impaled. This gun is now part of tree and main guy is just like, well, uh, okay, we're leaving. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we'll get you James. Mm hmm. And, and immediately he's like, you must, you, you need to teach me. Yeah. And he's like, uh, uh, uh-uh. but, but he also, he's like on the ground. He's like, you need to help me get to a hospital. And he's like, <laughs> and wings just like, nah, I got you. Hospitals boo. are stupid. Yeah. Yo, check this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sweat dog. I got you. So he like Miyagi's his leg 
And then he, apparently his jaw was out of whack because he just goes up to his chin and just kind of boops his chin. And then he's well, just, not I mean, necessarily because no. he describes later that the chin is connected to a whole bunch of things. Oh, actually, yeah. I think it was he was actually fixing his arm because mm-hmm. he, he well later in the movie as he's explaining mm-hmm. uh, the the secrets of acupuncture uh-huh. to his lady friend he traces he's like you know this is connected all the way up to here and touches her chin yeah because remember they were standing on his arm about to like break his arm when all this came out but also i mean he doesn't really boop his chin (laughs) like it's not like a little you know cute snoot boop uh he grabs his thumb and jams his face towards his neck and (laughs) makes this like crunching celery sound looks like they're putting his jaw back in (laughs) yeah Yeah. It's it's a lot more violent than a yeah. boop. Yeah. But then he can he gets right up. Yeah. It's like it's like, oh, you can walk. He's and then like, he's now like, you try to walk. Yeah. yeah. And then he you know, James it's is like, to train me. Which can... is silly because like all Wing did basically was get the drop on them by being unpredictable. They he also did some good kung uh, fu. No, he also took that dude's gun and embedded it into a tree. I know. Also, but, chucked the guy over the fence. But like, no, no, wait. And also, he took broke that a man's he, sternum. He took that guy's gun and embedded it into a tree. I understand. But what I'm saying is <laughs> that have you ever seen powerful. someone do that? He didn't do anything different than James hadn't done in the first encounter. The difference is that all uh, six, all six guys in this fight ganged up on James at once. If 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 Wing had been out there and all six guys had just jumped him at instead of the weird crawling surprise maneuver, the result would have been the same. There was six guys with weapons. They would have nope. beaten the Mm-mm. fuck out of this guy. No, absolutely. He not. demonstrated an ability greater than greater than James because he embedded a gun into a tree. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have anything. He was to do much with better. Fight. Yeah. He has More. other skills. And he also yes. did the acupuncture thing on the one dude and nearly killed him. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Wrecked him. It's still dumb. But it's the plot of the movie, so it has to happen. But James just becomes a puppy dog. He's just basically like, dude, you have to train me, please. Mm-hmm. I have to know these things that you know. James also saw something special in the way that he carried himself. <laughs> he needed to learn how to be more <laughs> like this man. Yes. And this His man, by the way, and confidence. short, pudgy, short to look at him. You wouldn't think he's anything more than a chef or a cook mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know. He certainly does not appear, uh, appear to be as agile as he turns out to be, which is impressive throughout the rest of the film, how completely agile this guy is. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. But so he he gets back to the dorm room and Mark's like, man, what happened to you? And he's like, oh, those racist assholes were there. But holy shit, this guy wing annihilated them all. Like he, he moved faster than anyone I've ever seen. I gotta learn. We gotta figure out how. He also to get embedded to... a gun into a tree, yeah. which never gets brought up again. Then. No, no one, no one mentions that. But I, I do like that Mark is like poking at his face where the bleeding is. <laughs> like, wow, what happened to you, poke? You know, it's like, ow, <laughs> fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, he's basically like, this guy's got to train us. We we got we got to yeah. meet him. And he's gonna train. If us. we're gonna if we're gonna win this tournament, this is the guy who's gonna teach us how to do it. Yeah. So they just drive back to the parking lot and he, you know, wing comes out from the, from the kitchen mm-hmm. and they're just like, dude, train us, train us, train us, train us, train us. And he's just like, ah, no. Nah. And they're like, please. And he's like, okay, come at me. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you, if one of you can win, I'll yeah. train you. And they're like, what here now? He's like, yeah. Well, first they, they explain their whole take of like, there's a tournament we want. He's like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't fight for money. Money makes you crazy. Yeah. And he's like, fine. I, I just care about learning. He, he wants to win because he's trying to do it for good reasons. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just want to, I just want to learn. And he's like, like fine. Right. I'll train you both. If you can both beat me, mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. at me. And they don't. 
No. I mean, they do. They come at him, but he just immediately wipes the floor with them. Mm-hmm. And, and he like, does the thing like where he basically gets James in a hold and like is about to do the I'm going to gouge your eyes out thing. <laughs> right. yeah. And then, you know, puts the hand up like a high five and just pops him in the face. Mm-hmm. And then goes and gets in his sweet Camaro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, you guys are no good. So this isn't worth my time. Bye. And drives home. But somehow James has warped around the earth and come out the other side and has also dropped Mark off somewhere mm-hmm. and arrives at he, Wayne's he, house. He's never implied that he actually took him anywhere. He just says, like, no. Like, he's like, oh, that's it. It's over. And he's like, not necessarily. And he just follows him. Okay. Yeah. So he might have just left Mark behind. Yeah. Pulls up onto James or onto Wing's front lawn. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. just, and he's like, parks on the lawn. Dude, train me. <laughs> and he's like, you need to learn to park better. <laughs> he's like, well, look, wait here. I'm going to go inside and think about it all night. I'll give you my answer in the morning. Mm hmm. So James waits all night. Well, no, he doesn't tell him in the morning. He just says, I'll come back out and let you know. Oh, okay. And so James waits and it's morning. Mm-hmm. And then he finally comes out and James is like, oh man. So what'd you decide? He's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I didn't think about it. <laughs> I yeah. forgot to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Come back later. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And uh, did wing just kind of gets in a car and <laughs> drives mm-hmm. away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James, then he's at work begging him. Yeah. More and. He's like, well, you know, maybe, I don't know, probably not. Yeah. Cause, and that, I think that's when he promises, like, I, I, I won't even enter the tournament. I'm not, I don't want it for that. I just need to, I need to do this cool shit you can do, man. Is this the, the second time racist fucked it is there? Is that when he trips him? Uh, no, that's after he started training. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, racist fuck disappears for a while. Okay, so I was gonna say this is like the one rare instance where racist fuck is not, is not hanging out and menacing them for no reason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, there's they need his to dedicate somewhere. some time to him actually like okay. stalking his uh, stalking his master. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he he keeps calling him teacher like throughout the whole time. He's like, please teacher, to let me learn this stuff. And then so he basically goes in front of his house mm-hmm. and and he's and and because Wing has told him you need patience. You need patience and men, maybe I'll consider it. And so he gets, he's sitting in front of Wing's house when Wing gets home from work Yep. in his Jeep and has a cooler with the lid full of food and with a lid open that says patience. And he's got patience written on his steering wheel. Yeah, he had like a flash card on his steering wheel. That just said patience. Yeah, and he's just staring at it when Wing pulls up and he runs out and just flips open this cooler. He's like, I got snacks. And Wing's like, so? Yeah, he's like. (laughs) I'm going to wait. I, I, I'm going to show you I have patience. Yeah. And basically sleeps in his car, you know, but first like cracks open a Gatorade and chills there in a little lawn chair on the, on the front of this guy's house. Yeah. You know, he does everything but hold a boom box over his head playing in your eyes. And he totally could have done that. Yeah. Because his roommate had a boom box. He did. <laughs> but yeah, but he wakes up the next morning and Wing's like, fine, get in. Yeah. Let's go train. Mm-hmm. But then he proceeds to point out exactly all the bad things he ate that night from the cooler. <laughs> too much junk food. You yeah. had I w- four ding dongs and three <laughs> Coca Colas. Yeah. yeah, I saw everything you ate. <laughs> you were ruining your core. Wasn't there one day where he woke up and and he just said like no? Yeah, there was actually one day. There was a whole other day where he like mm-hmm. hung out all night and he was like, no, I haven't made up my mind. Bye. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then like he had to hang out another night. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. think that's when he got angry and went back and got the speech about having patience and brought the cooler yeah. and everything. Yeah. Because like there was just one day where he just sat there, nothing like <laughs> mm-hmm. leaning up against the car. Yeah. And getting angry. 
No. But yeah. But eventually, yeah. Yeah, he, he fucks with him for a couple days yeah. and then it's finally yeah. like, fine, get in the car, let's go. They go to the park. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you got to stretch. You got to do all the things I oh, do. Oh, yeah. They do a bunch of stretches. It's first. just like, look at the. I'm going to do some windmills. I'm going to do some. Oh, he's like, yeah, you have to hopscotches. Show me, show me your kick. <laughs> yeah. And James kicks and. Uh, he just laughs at him. him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, that's all Hollywood. That's yeah. garbage. Yeah. Let me show you a real kick, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And so he kicks and he's like, and it doesn't look any different than James's kick. Yeah. Like, this is one point where I totally agree. It doesn't look much different. Okay. But he's like, James totally fanboys out. He's like, Holy shit, that power. I can feel the power. <laughs> I need that power inside of me. Yes, give me your power. Sifu, give me that power. Yeah. He's like, you have to, you you kick from your, your waist, I think he says. Yes, and your and waist so is Your waist garbage. is garbage. <laughs> so your waist is a waste. So you have to build up your core, and then you kick better. Yep. Yeah, but he does insist on being called Sifu from this point yes. forward. Yes. He's sure. like, don't call me don't call me master, you idiot. Call yeah. me Sifu. Sifu. Yeah, so... In between going to classes, it, it kind of becomes montagey a little bit. The entire but, section is montagey, yeah, but it's the there's a training portion where he takes him onto an ice rink. Yeah, and he's like, "What?" And he's like, "We need to learn your balance." Yep. So they put him, you know, they he and he makes him go out on his bare feet. And he's like, "But my feet will be cold." Shut up. And <laughs> he walks out like the ice is sucking his soul from his body. <laughs> I know. He's his selling feet. the shit out he's of it. He's just like, ah, oh, oh, this is the worst. It's and it's like, so cold. And it's like, this guy mm-hmm. is like the ultimate badass teaching you everything. Don't don't be that guy. He just immediately like, suck it up, dismissing man. everything he's teaching him. Yeah, he does. He does do the whole. I, I have asked an expert for help with this. And then I want to contradict. I want yeah. to act like the expert doesn't know shit. Yeah. And I know better. Your expert teachings are bullshit. What is this? Yeah. But yeah, he get they get out on the ice and James falls down like four or five times. Like real falls. Like this guy probably might have broken a hip. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's one because like Wing does this pretty cool. Like he's sliding and he's doing, you know, a lot of kicks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's just he's doing all the motions that you would do in a practice routine type thing. Yep. And then James tries it and just like he, he, he gets first the, step. Yeah, he gets the first step right like he does. And then he goes for a kick and just mm-hmm. broken hip. He just eats shit. Yep. Like yeah. just goes shooting out in front of him. I just like the old man hip shatter. Yeah, I, I like to hope that they like threw him some pads somewhere in his clothes, like a like a thin layer at least. He but, was bulked up a little bit. He was yeah. wearing a big like turtleneck and, yeah. and puffy pants. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> but they all wear puffy pants he, in this. Totally, so. Yeah, because well, it's 91. Yeah, but. I just hope they were smart enough to film this scene last because it would have totally fucked the movie if he had fallen and broken something. Yeah. Well, true. plus like, you know, just be bruised all to hell. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so, I mean, they do that and, you know, there's a montage of ice fighting that gets better over time and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there, there's scenes at the beach where he, <laughs> he walks up on wing and he's just digging a hole and he's like, get in the hole. And <laughs> He's like, all right, now jump out of the hole. And he's like, yeah, I could do that. And he jumps out. And he's like, all right, now let's cut this hole in half with this board. Now jump out. And he's like, I can't. I, I just, I, there's no. There's no room for my knees to bend. Yeah. And he's like, don't jump from your knees. Jump from your feet. Well, he says, he points to his feet. And then he also says, like, jump from your heart or something. He, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And so James spends all night or the entirety of the day trying to mm-hmm. jump out of this hole continuing to do it like and then cut to some time later where he is just like attempting to jump and then kind of just 
falling back like oh ow <laughs> and then you know wing eventually comes back and he's like did you get out yet and he's like no he's like let me show you how it's done yeah yeah well it's great because he like you know hands him gives him a hand mm-hmm. like helps him out he's just like knees buckle I was like oh <laughs> he just immediately <laughs> collapses <laughs> and he's like watch it watch how i do it and yeah. just gets down there and just yeah kind of focuses for a second and then just yeah. jumps right out he's like oh that's great yeah and that's when, like, so there's, it's the next day, and he's got to go to class, and man, the the scene they, <laughs> for this joke, they they it takes a while. It does because like the the teachers got like a stand up cardboard cut out of a Neanderthal man, and they're just like the Neanderthal man was one with the Earth, but he was also an idiot. Blah blah blah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you see James just basically crawling down the hallway mm-hmm. he's barely making it and like a teacher walks by and like you said during the movie everyone at the school bumps into everyone oh, yeah. else everyone's knocking somebody else over and so this teacher just bowls right into james and james is like oh dear god well that's how he met uh what's her face the yeah. first time yeah bumping into crashed him. into yeah. her but the Kimberly. teacher's just like you okay son yeah well i gotta go <laughs> and just leaves him to continue hobbling into class which he does and just as he comes down the stairs into class, has taken up the same pose that this dumb cardboard cutout is in, and the whole class just goes, ha, 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 <laughs> look at you. Womp, womp. Yeah. Um, at some point, he and uh, Mark are just chilling on the lawn <laughs> at the school, and yeah, dude's playing Frisbee, knock the girlfriend Bump into, into her. Yeah, bu- <laughs> knock, the, knock Kimberly into him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa, you're, you're just falling for me or yeah. something like that. And she's like, you son of a bitch. You hate the Don't earth. Don't touch me. And you're, you're disgusting. You're a horrible person. Yeah, you what probably... the fuck? And he's like, you <laughs> fell on me. I what was here. What the shit? Yeah. And she's just like, don't you ever, ever touch me or look at me again, you earth-hating monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark is okay with this news because Mark wants him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mark is, but he's just like, man, I don't know what you're doing wrong, yeah. buddy. You get that's where the patience thing comes from. Mark is the one who says it. Mark is the one who says yeah. you got to be patient. Mm, that's what it, yeah, the world yeah, will yeah. come yeah. to you. Brah. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, you got to be patient. The world will come to you. So go sit outside <laughs> Sifu's house for six weeks. <laughs> right. Until and he trains you. Come yeah, on. yeah yes. because we, we, we skipped part of his like getting, you know, because uh, wing was basically blowing him off. Kimberly kept blowing off because like they had this study session in a library, which he just wasn't even paying attention to. No. And finally, she's like. All right, what about this question? He's like, what? Oh, I'm sorry. You're pretty. And then she's like, what? We've been here for like hours. You you haven't. Had, and she, she just get, like gives him all this shit. Oh, like, yeah. you're not even paying attention, which in this case, she starts to turn around and like make some sense because he is just sitting there like a dumbass, not paying any attention, mm-hmm. just staring at her. She's like, you're oogling me. Blah. And he's like, but you're pretty. And I'm got. I'm not oogling you. I'm admiring you. I have mm. a boner. And if it were a little bit later, I'd be googling you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that she storms off, yeah. and that, and this is where she he yells after her, like, "Why did you go save a whale?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that'll show her. Yeah, like, and, like in the middle of library, to which everyone kind of is like, "What? Oh, what an asshole!" Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So like, but, but, this but he's like, man, high fiving himself. He's yeah, like, man, I burned her. I told yeah. her. At this point, they like they are having nothing to do with each other, and that's when she falls in his lap. He's like, "Oh, you just couldn't stay away," and yeah. she's like. Oh, you fucking asshole, Jock! <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. not oh. even. And, and that's when that's when. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. like, dude, you gotta have some patience when it comes to the ladies. And they're like, patience, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll put and, that on a flashcard. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And speaking of patience, mm-hmm. this is when he's busting the tables mm, okay. and racist shithead trips him. Yeah. 
and he catches himself, but his boss is like, he's like, don't, don't break, break those any- plates. Yeah. They're expensive. And he's like, okay, sorry. Yeah. And racist shit's like, Hey, you come around yet? <laughs> you, you, do you hate black people yet? Yeah. Have I convinced you uh, by you beating my ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thorough rhetoric. Won you over. And he's just like, dude, I don't know what your problem is. You're terrible. And yeah. I keep defeating you. <laughs> but he's still intimidated, intimidated by him for some reason. Um, well, he does have a gang of people that mm-hmm. come armed to a fist fight. Sure, but there's only two of them in this place. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what even. And, and the other guy stands up like yeah. he's going to fight him. Yeah. And Mark just is like, <laughs> he's basically just gripping the the bucket of dishes. Yeah. But not really saying anything. Mm-hmm. And that's when. Uh, oh, James. Wing, James. James. Yeah. It, yeah. James. Sorry. And but and Wing comes out the out of the kitchen is like and it's just looking mm-hmm. kind of waiting to see what happens. And then that's when racist shithead looks and sees Wing there. And he's like, we better get out of here. Yeah, we should go. And his buddy's like, dude, we were going to. Is that the guy? Is that the yeah. guy who kicked your ass? Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's the guy. Yeah, that's that too. Yeah, but the other guy's like, I thought we were going to eat dinner. <laughs> Fucking <famished."> I'm hungry. <laughs> this is a really good restaurant. We need yeah. to eat here. It's pretty much the only restaurant. Yeah, ruined it. <laughs> yeah, one restaurant and one classroom. <laughs> right. One karate room. Yeah. <laughs> one house. One hot tub. Mm, one hot tub. But so they leave and then he's Mark's just kind of like, oh. or no, Mark, I keep calling Mark. Yeah, James, James is just like, oh. I need and, to beat his ass so bad. Yeah. Wing, please. <laughs> yeah. Wing's just kind of like, you did good. Yeah. Not, you yeah. did. Why don't you, you come over to my place? Not getting in a fight. Yeah. And there's like, there's training on the beach where they're running and, you know, they, they, they kind of win their whatever they tie at their impromptu race or whatever. He's like, I'm doing pretty good. I'm keeping up with you. And he's like, yeah, well, yoink, you know, and shows his ankles where he's got giant ankle weights on. Mm -hmm. He's like, "Uh, you put these on and then you see if you can beat me. Yes. Wear these for two weeks. Yeah, we just wear them for two weeks. For a fortnight. And he just caused permanent damage to your lower body muscles. He runs like 12 feet around the beach and is just like, Oh dear God, <laughs> I cannot move my legs. And Wing is like, "Yeah, no, that's what happens." Ha! <laughs> now wear those for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And then, like at some point, they end <laughs> they end up at Wing's house, which is kind of strange. Like they go into Wing's home. It's mm-hmm. where he takes him up to his bedroom. <laughs> oh, that's not yet. That hasn't happened for another two montages, I think. <laughs> right. Is there any other montage worth describing? I don't know. It's a well, lot there's... of running and kicking and. Well, there's like two weeks that something happened because he, (laughs) I don't remember what happened in those two weeks, but like two weeks definitely passes because he misses like a, like a practice at night or something. You remember that? Yeah. He's supposed to have a practice at night with wing and he misses it or he's late. Yeah. Because he sleeps too long. Yeah. He hits a snooze or whatever. Right. Because I mean, it's dark. It's like middle of the night it's clearly middle of the night and they and they show wing doing a whole training thing well wing is standing in a park and he closes his eyes and then imagines that that he's in an action scene he remembers that one time when he whipped the shit out of some dudes yeah but this is just like maybe he's in new york and fighting you know vigilante Mm -hmm. style or something he's just beating up dudes coming at him it was the time he had to rescue the president's daughter (laughs) oh okay (laughs) (laughs) and you know then that flashback ends and then he just Kung Fu dances throughout this park for a long time until James finally eventually shows up and they give each other kind of a nod like, you know, I'm here now. And he's like, yeah, you are. But 
it doesn't matter because the next day Wing's like, nope, training's off. Yep. Yeah, you promised you broke your promise. Yeah. He's like, but my alarm and I have the thing and I don't, what? And Wing's basically like, all right. You, I can't quit you. Yeah, we're just going to keep training. More training for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, there's a lot of training. Yeah. A lot of training. Yep. But so, that's when that's when he Wing decides to show him the... Um, he's like, all right, come back to the house. Yeah. I'm going to show you. I'm going to take you into my weird, creepy sex room. But the, 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 the night thing, all right, the night scene was really confusing. And I'm thinking it was just poorly edited because mm-hmm. he has that weird flashback to a thing. We're not even privy what it was or I think it was why just it a fantasy. I think it was just like, this is what I would do if faced with tufts. I, I thought think, it was just. I think it was to show that at some point he had used the skills that they were about to show us that he was going to show Mark. Okay. And he had killed someone right, with then. them. Okay. That sure. was what I took from it. Okay. Which is why he's kind of got this whole, like, you can use this, but you can't use it to win a tournament or do. You it's know, just for life right. and death. Yeah. But he had done this whole demonstration where he's Kung Fu dancing in the, in the forest and basically <laughs> drew like a yin yang symbol in, yes. the, in the dirt. That's right. But then he sees James. Yeah. Like at night and they kind of exchange glances. And then it's like next day, like you never showed up. Well, he was late. He yeah, was like, he, late, he weren't on time is what is what. So Wings... they didn't have this conversation that night. He just was like, no, he's like, yeah, I see that you're here now, yeah. but you were late. I already you weren't here. I to... was able to get through this dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was going to were... teach you the art of the flashback, but you were not here. So right. You did not get to join me in this <laughs> flashback murder sequence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, it's just a little weird because uh, the next scene, it's or the next day. It yeah. Seems like he was like, you didn't show up. And it's like, well, you did. He was just a little late. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Know. You got to be no. on time. Got to be prompt. Wing wants you there on time. Got to punch clock. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you have broken a solemn promise. You punch clock. I teach you to punch cock. <laughs> <laughs> wing guarantee. Yes. Wing yeah. meet wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Wing invites him into his home. And James is it, James convinces him. He's like, I'm sorry. I've, yeah, I've worn these. I've worn these ankle weights. Yeah, I, see? Look, look I'm I got committed. Them on now. I'm wearing I them fucking them. everywhere, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, how long have you been wearing them? Two. 14 days. Yeah. All right. Okay. Then. Yeah. All right. Come back to my weird, creepy sex room. Yeah, because like throughout this house, James is like constantly a little weirded out that he's going like he, he walks in the front door and this is like an, you know, an eight room apartment complex of some kind. And so he comes through the entrance door and is kind of looking around like, uh okay and then goes up the stairs and goes into wings like little entry area and he's like hmm all right sits down with him on the couch and wings like i'll be right back wing says a bunch of vaguely creepy shit at this point he's like oh, he's i'm gonna like, teach you a secret you have to promise not to tell anyone what i'm about to what we're about to do we're about to do something <laughs> you can't tell anybody it's super secret yeah you, seriously and- you can't tell anyone i'll be right back and it's like What's he going to yeah. change? I'm, I'm going to go put on my <laughs> priest collar. And... and we should probably note that this whole time, James has been going back to Mark and mm-hmm. been teaching him a lot of the strategies that Wing yes. has taught mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And that's and, been and kind of the, the school whole deal. Too. Yeah. And like he's been teaching the kids at the school too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he's basically like. He's a cipher. Yeah. He's like, I promised him I wouldn't fight in the tournament, but that doesn't mean you can't. Yeah. So this has been going on and. Clearly, he has not told Wing about any of this. Yeah. No. All right. The, so. the, the creepiness factor in Wing's apartment gets a little bit weirder because they were sitting in the in the in the living room and he does the whole like, you can't tell anybody about mm-hmm. what's about to happen. And James is kind of such an asshole. He like goes over and starts fidgeting with his stuff. Yeah. To which Wing appears in the doorway. He's like, hey, 
Leave that alone. Don't touch my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. And you see that, like, this room <laughs> is basically empty and... And blue. And blue. <laughs> and there's, the whole like... apartment is blue. Yeah. And there's, like, a weird human figure thing that looks like it might be made out of leather. Like, it seriously looks, looks like, like there might be a gimp in He looks like he has a fucking gimp room. Yep. And he's like, Come do you want to meet my Sifu? And it's like, <laughs> he says something like, this yeah. is my Sifu. And it's yeah. like, no, thank what you. What <laughs> the fuck is about to happen? What is going on? Like, I mean, the yeah, worst like things kind of in my expect- head. Like, a, before you see the doll thing, like, you're like, okay, maybe there's like his old grandfather is going to teach him or sure. something. I, you know, I like, was kind of hoping that, but like, yeah. time, I was like, what the maybe fuck he has is a happening? robot in there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who knows? But no, it, he has like a life size dummy with all of the mm-hmm. acupuncture points on it. But the shot through the doorway of this basically empty room. Mm-hmm is really fucking weird and this, and what they say is weird and then when you get mm-hmm. in there it's just like all right I'm, I'm gonna teach you the super secret shit here yeah look yeah. like all these points this is what it does and then I'm, I'm also like, going to show you watch this come at me and he goes pop out and like basically deads his arms you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> well he hits him, oh, he oh, hits first, him he first in the back and just makes him start laughing yeah. uncontrollably yeah he hits him in the funny spine yeah and he just goes <laughs> crazy <laughs> He is, yeah. and, then he, and but then, but he, then he punches him in the front and goes, "Too much laughing." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too much. James is just like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, he's just like, all these points are very important, and it's never like, use. It's them. like this can heal, this can yeah. kill, like just a touch it, you know. Yeah. But like a knuckle wrap will yeah, kill. Yeah, like guy. see the spot on the throat. Yeah, same thing. Just uh, yeah. how hard you hit it, where you hit it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. all right, learn it, and he kind of and never he describes it. it as acupuncture, which isn't quite accurate since acupuncture involves needles and all that this is more like chakra type stuff yeah but yeah i mean it's i think all, it uses the same basic on, tenets yeah. of, the, the yeah. targets are the same yeah mm-hmm. it, it's, it's just you're using your fists instead of tiny needles yeah. <laughs> right it's yeah it's yeah it's more like the the locations are the same yeah, yeah but he does say you know you pressure learn, points pressure points yeah. yes yeah. Yeah. Points. you learn the pressure points you can defeat anyone but you know you he basically says you know it has to be a matter of life and death for you to use this sort of stuff mm-hmm. and so mark's like all right cool i guess i know this stuff now yeah because they never really show them training to learn any of it or no he just memorizing he, any of it wings just hits james a bunch of times and all the pressure points he's like all right got it mm-hmm. <laughs> ow yeah it was funny at the beginning <laughs> hit me in that one again yep. <laughs> And now there's a few things that happen from this point because uh, one is he's studying in the library mm-hmm. and and freaking Kimberly. He's not studying class shit. He's studying acupuncture, yeah. right, which mm-hmm. is but, fine, but he's also still not being serious about yeah. school. But, well, yeah, she, but, she, but she is suddenly super impressed. Well, yeah. He, yeah, he's just sitting there reading acupuncture. He's like, hey, and he's like, oh, I didn't think you'd want to talk to me again. Yeah. And she's like, what you reading? He's like, acupuncture. And he's like, she is suddenly so thirsty for this man. She wants yeah. him right then and there. But and it's he's like, basically like, oh, I'm really sorry about the way I acted before. I was an immature jerk and I was, and you were right about me. And yeah, I've, and she's like, I've learned, I've learned this inner peace now. There's no you difference. Know, I mean, it's, it's just the movie flipping a switch. I, I don't feel like he was ever really out of line. No, at any wasn't. point with no. her. She immediately was just like, you're either with us or against us. And he's just like, yeah. but I, there's shades of gray. And she's like, no, <laughs> there yeah, are not. I, I mean, really, she should have been the one apologizing to him. Yeah. But that never instead happens. he apologized to her and she's like, okay, well then po- apology accepted. Right. And, and now we're dating. Yeah. Now <laughs> you seem like a good person. And yes. Let's get in the hot tub. 
Well, they go to the beach first. Yeah, they do go to the beach first. They yeah, run because, because it's the adventures of her uh, less less clothes every scene. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like at first they show up and it's like she's got crazy hair. Yeah. Well, and her she's, clothes get smaller and her hair gets bigger. Yeah, uh-huh. like she's she's got like normal clothes on and they're kind of like play fighting on the beach and she's got crazy giant hair where it was all pulled back in the scene before. Mm-hmm. And then it's like okay so now she has a bikini top on and then like next scene it's like oh she's got like the weird 90s like dental floss unikini thing like on it's mm-hmm. like yeah yeah and james just kind of like what what should I, should I throw in the water and basically like looks back at the camera like kind of looking for direction like what should i do to her mm-hmm. and then basically picks her up and takes her out into the ocean <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah, then they end up back at her her place. We can assume he he sure. lives in the dorm. It can't mm. be his place. They end up at a hot tub. Yes, they're Somebody's in a hot private tub. hot tub. And tub. yeah, making sexy times where he's kind of that's where he, as I was saying earlier, he's like explaining like yeah, this point here, mm-hmm. you know, for your arm goes all the way to your chin, touches your chin, they make out and they you do. know, yeah. yeah, cut away. Yep. And they're also it's like doing the, they're also like doing the dumb like we're drinking wine yes. with. You know, interlocked arms. He thing. feeds her grapes. Yeah, there was bread and <laughs> grapes and cheese, cheese. and wines and cheese. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, they are hey, now a thing. It's it's pretty classy for a college thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Most college things are not that classy. Nah, no, no, not really. No. And then James takes her to karate class. Mm-hmm. He just like, hey, come and come and see Mark again, and here's what Mark does. And yeah. And then he talks to all the kids that are there. Yeah. And he is basically saying, you know, you're, it's not about winning or losing. I've, I understand that now. It's about learning who you really are inside, mm-hmm. and finding your inner peace and yeah. whatever. And he gets through the speech and then suddenly, you know, you get the sarcastic slow clap. Yeah. And it's racist <laughs> shithead and his buddies have yep. just barged into the dojo. And they're like, well, what do we have here? He's Look. Like, kids <laughs> yeah and he's like it, it, i love when he walks through too he just kind of pushes one kid out of the way mm-hmm. who's sitting there and he's like yeah i checked the list for the tournament and you're not on it so you're too right you're too scared to fight any of us no i just don't fight i've already beaten your ass like six times i don't <laughs> yeah. need to beat it again and he's like yeah you're scared mm-hmm. you're not going to be in this tournament so yeah and he's just like, that, but, you're right, I'm but not. But Mark's like, I am, and I'm going to kick your ass. He's like, oh, well, yeah. racism, racism, racism. Uh-huh. We're out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they leave. And then it's time for a mall outing. Yeah, let's w- all go to the mall. It's it's James, Kimberly, Mark, and young child from class. Mm-hmm. And who, it's, is, who is entering the tournament. Yes, he is also in the tournament. Against grown men who are, like, murdering each other. Yep. But this kid's like, I'm going to get in the tournament, and I'm going to... I'm going to do good. I'm going to make 25 grand for you guys because I'm going to win. Because I have a good heart. And you're like, okay, little like, one. All right. <laughs> just don't get hit in the head. It's but fine. But they're just frolicking through the mall. And then Kimberly's like, hey, James, why don't you go get those shoes you want? And he's like, yeah, sweet shoes. And he's gone. <laughs> yeah. And then the kid is like, I'm going to get some candy. And this kid's like 14. Mm-hmm. And, and he fucks off to get candy. <laughs> and then cut away. Guess who's hanging out at the mall? Of course, it's the, the white, white tigers. tigers are there and they're just like, mall, this is dumb. Bleh, you know, plants, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so <laughs> they get over near this demo table for some. <laughs> First of all, go ahead and describe what it is. Well, so it's <laughs> it's cookies of some kind, they- some sort of snack cookies. Uh, the name of the delicious item is the chipperoo. That's right. They're chipperoos. <laughs> 
but they're all just left out in fucking bowls. Yeah, there's yeah. not a just, person here. No, nobody out. monitoring them. It's just them. a banner and a table, just like introducing the chipperoo. Have some. And in any real mall <laughs> in any place in America, it's going to be just like the people who leave the bowl of candy out yeah. unsupervised on Halloween. Gone. Some little fucking hooligan is going to pour all of those into his T-shirt and run away. Yes. But no, or or they're going to like sneeze and put their little booger fingers all over everything. Mm. But no, these people are eating something yeah. left out in public. Yeah. So, you know, they get in Mark's face and Mark's just kind of like, you guys kind of suck and you've been beaten up a lot of times should this really happen and all of a sudden there's like a new white tiger there's like a new tall but not very he looks real dopey he's just like a terry funk looking guy he's just super tall and got short curly hair and it's just like i'm tall rawr Mm -hmm. and apparently that just means he's a giant monster who cannot be stopped because like he's got a couple moves yeah well mark kind of beats the fuck out of the other three white tigers including main racist guy yeah by Picking him up and chucking him into the table of chipperoos with ridiculous force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know how that dude didn't A, die, and B, go through that table. It was a sturdy ass table. Yeah. They assailed him with chipperoo force. <laughs> <laughs> but that guy is essentially down for the count for like the rest of the movie because he ends up yeah. in a shoulder cat or he, elbow he cast. He breaks his elbow. Yeah. And I have to wonder, like, if this scene was put in. Because that guy somehow got injured because he then becomes a non character Mm -hmm. throughout the end of this movie when it's like that guy's the driving force. Mm -hmm. Like, why is he suddenly not involved in the rest of this? But he's taken out by that. And that's when the tall guy just murders Mark and breaks his hand. Mm -hmm. And James runs over at the last minute, you know. Well, no, somebody goes, oh, the cops are coming. Oh, and, the, and yeah. the tigers take off, and then James is like, "Hey, man, what happened? Hey, I got some Check shoes. Out my what, shoes. Oh, what? oh, they're Jordans. Wait, oh, God. what happened to the chipperoos? Yeah. <laughs> Did you save me? <laughs> yeah, I got my kicks, boxers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so Mark's injured; he's not going to be able to enter. And James, at this point, is basically like, "I'll, I'm going to have to take your place. I, mm-hmm. It's just this is what has to. I have to avenge you." Yeah, and he and he goes to wing and is like, "Hey, man." Yeah. Like, like this is important. This, this is different than what we were talking about before. This is, he needs this or he can't, or none of this happens. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no. He's Not, like, did you make a promise? He's like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, okay then. Yeah. yeah. And that's he's, really all he says. He doesn't yeah. really chastise much more than that. He's just like, yeah. yeah. And, and he's like, I won't even, I won't even use the pressure points. I won't do any of that. I, I just, I just need to fight. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have to put a stop to this. Otherwise mm-hmm. these people will just keep coming and keep coming. I'm yeah. the, I am the one who has to fight for his honor. Yeah. His his motives are not gross. They are he he flat out says, "Look, these guys will just they until they get the message, they will just Yeah, keep. he basically said somebody has to stop them because yeah. they'll just keep doing They'll this. just keep being bullies. Mm-hmm. Someone has to put them in their place. Mm-hmm. That's all yeah. he wants to do and he's right. And he also <laughs> wants to win the $25,000 and make yeah, the rec center. But it's not that's not his priority. His priority is just basically like these guys are evil fucks and they need to be taken down a peg in mm-hmm. public because all these private ass whippings they're getting are apparently not doing the job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he but does not so, get permission. Yeah. He, he does not. And then, so the next day Mark's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to fight even with a cast on my hand. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, Kimberly's there and she's like, well, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And that kid's like, I'm going to fight. And he's like, maybe I'm 14. <laughs> I don't know if they have a bracket for me, but yeah. maybe. 
Yeah. And yeah so, after we actually see this tournament, that that kid should not have been allowed to be entered no. into that tournament because no, this People is full on like full on badass contact and like whatever. You know, James has his entrance. Of course, he's like, well, we'll see. Da da da. You know, mm-hmm. American like, flag you, on the chest. And they're like, what? How'd you get permission? And he's like, don't worry about that. Yeah. Don't don't sweat it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right. So the setup for this tournament mm-hmm. is. Like as someone, I don't remember who pointed it out, but like the just the announcer's like, "Here we are for the Midvale Transparency yeah. Tournament." It's just like <laughs> it's just like the most unenthusiastic. The announcers are never no. No. into it. But so four like pudgy older dudes walk out in karate geese, mm-hmm. and they're carrying like folding chairs. And we're like, "Is is this like the fucking like you know no no bar, holds barred match or what yeah. the fuck is about to happen?" Yeah. And they go sit in the middle of this gym like back to back, and basically make four. Co- you know, karate quadrants and there are matches quadrants. going yeah quadrants yeah and like quadrants. and these fights are going on simultaneous like yeah, they're, they're all, judges you have no idea what you're supposed to be looking it's at. it's insanity yeah. yeah and like this like, is just we gotta this, get through these quick let's get everybody a, fucking a kicking it at once standard like gymnasium floor so yeah. like people are getting knocked out on like there's no mats no nothing it's yeah. just fucking kumite so, yeah so this is like that 40 year old kid they should have been like no kid this is this is the real deal here. Like, yeah, you're not ready. And this is the way this goes is another thing that makes me think like they just fucked up somewhere along the way because there's a guy in a white outfit who is mm-hmm. practically murdering the competition at mm-hmm. every opportunity and, and to which our, our guys are like, that guy in the white is scary. I hope we don't have to face him. And, and they shoot it just so that like you never see the back of his jacket, which he has a white tiger jacket on. He's. Does he? Because yes. he, the white tigers were all wearing black jackets. Yeah, that because day. it just but seems... he's got he's but he's got the white tiger logo on the back. Because like they sh- they they caught around showing that, and he's just murdering dudes again. Yes, it looks it seems like a last minute. Like oh, we need a badass because well, nobody else is cutting. Because it. it just seems like I don't remember seeing it on oh, no. him until like you see a person in a white tiger's uniform walk over to their bench turn around and sit down and it's that guy and the camera movement is basically like oh that guy was a ringer he was fighting for someone mm-hmm. else and he was actually a white tiger and it's like wait the fuck are the rules at this tournament this doesn't yeah. make any sense but no one is there are no they're like cheap shots happening all the time and no mm-hmm. one is calling fouls mm-hmm. or penalties so it's just no holds oh, barred man, in this that place one guy got so jacked in the nuts yeah like oh, yeah. one guy like he he's trying like he's almost doing a jump that he jumps into getting kicked in the nuts yes it's, that guy, oh, yep, yeah. That man has no but, children. But, but it's kind of nice because like some of the white tiger dudes are getting wrecked they along are. the way too. Like it's you know it's down to like most of the white the, tiger the dudes. The get goofy wrecked. tall guy does okay until he finally gets wrecked by James, I think. Yeah, and then that other guy who's just yeah wrecking, and, wrecking and, all the dudes, and yeah. also that dude was like fighting the dirtiest too. Like he's fighting dudes and then just spitting on them, and the judge is like, "I'll allow it," you yeah. know, and. But the the finale comes down to James and this guy who we've literally never seen before this tournament who suddenly showed up as a white tiger. Mm-hmm. And you're like, the fuck? Like, what? Is, what is this? <laughs> and another weird thing, too, is like when they start this final match, they turn off all the lights in the gym mm-hmm. and you they can just still, have a couple spotlights on them. Yeah, yeah, but you can still tell like the audience is gone. Like they are not there. They're, one, they're not dubbing in any sound of an audience, mm-hmm. and two, you can still clearly see the stands. The stands are empty. Like well, this I don't is know. you filmed, can see the judges and shit. It, the yeah. judges you can see, but like the audience that was there is gone. Mm-hmm. They filmed this way later, and yeah. so they replaced something. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's all very odd. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like a weird stylistic choice. Like, mm, they would have still uh, dubbed in a crowd. You think? Yeah. 
Yeah. E- even if they dimmed the lights, they would have dubbed in crowd. But you think like because they had crowd so this noise movie, through that entire yeah, thing. Yeah, but this movie isn't like. I think they had to this substitute This is not an auteur's in. piece. I, I think this they, is not a high budget affair. I think that dude got hurt when yeah. he fell yeah, on the chip Yeah, and they table. needed some kind of, or they were just like, man, this last fight sucks. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I think what they did is, but I don't think, you think I they think might that, have just dubbed in a crowd? That's what I'm saying. Anyway. That's what I'm saying. They didn't even do that. Right. I think it was. But like that's last what I mean. Minute. If they were, if it wasn't a stylistic choice, I think they just don't you up think they would have dubbed in a crowd anyway? Everyone involved in this film basically never yeah. made anything before or after it in terms of whatever job they did, writing, producing, directing. I just think they were like, fuck it. We got to come up with something. Yeah, I think main racist dude hurt himself in the gym, in the Chipperoo thing. They were like, OK, we'll bring in the Terry Funk nondescript big guy. Yeah. They shot a scene with him. And they were like, this is fucking terrible. Yeah. And well, then like, they were like, well, racist we'll shit. heel was bad anyway. Like he was never good. But at least you would have seen him get his ass kicked. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Again. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, like, I think that, because they, they say, like, you're going to have to fight McCoy or whatever the fuck the big tall dude's yeah, guy's name if was. If Johnny I, was not the last fight in The Karate Kid, that movie would have been fucking infuriating. Yeah. Johnny was yeah. the one. It didn't matter if he was good or not. Johnny was the one you wanted to see his yeah. ass get beat. They, they, but Johnny right. was also good. Well, yeah, like, like I right, know. And that's the thing. This racist dude, the first time he showed up, well, actually, by the second time he showed up, I was like, man, if this guy doesn't get all his limbs severed and his head pulverized, I will be disappointed in this movie. Yep. Yeah. But, because he, they've set him up as that big a piece of shit. So I think, I think the choice of the guy that he's fighting yeah. is definitely a a matter of convenience because they had to or you know mm-hmm. matter of duress but i think the way that they shot that fight yeah, i think I, was deliberate i think when they realized they weren't going to get the crowds back maybe they were trying to paint some sort of picture of like total concentration maybe like that's why the lights went down mm-hmm. so it was kind of like the yeah i only see because then we watch a movie where it was like that was like their fucking superpower where it was like block out everything else probably and like, well, I know like, in the Mark Dacascos one. Is that what it was? Where he fights David I'm, Bradley. I'm almost like, thinking like that shit that. happened in Bloodsport too or something. Like yeah. where it was like concentrate all the crowd noise dies and it's just like I only see the opponent. Mm-hmm. They Maybe. do that in a lot of movies sure. where things like dim around them. I think it I think that was probably a stylistic choice because it looks cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, the the end fight is nondescript. Like he Basically. just he beats up this guy we've never seen before. But that, and he oh, starts but to get his ass kicked. Sure, it. but it's they're not cinematic moves. They are fighting tournament moves. And so they're kind yeah. of awkward and people are falling into one another. It's it's not it's not set up like a movie fight. It's like you're watching something on the deuce. You yeah. know, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, but he basically he knocks down this uh, the white tiger guy mm-hmm. and then looks over and sees that wing is standing in the doorway, just kind of with his arms crossed yep. looking at him. Yep. Like, how dare you? And then mm-hmm. he kind of gives he a little wasn't really. L- he wasn't giving him any expression yeah, at all. He's, he's just kind of, kind of looking at him like, just, yeah, staring. Huh, you're doing this. And then he's kind of like, huh? Oh, yeah. And, and then he gets like yeah, he gets jacked in the face yeah. and the guy gets him in a in a pin where he's got his arm and he's basically about to break it. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at Wing and Wing just kind of nods mm-hmm. a little bit, just slightly. Yep. And that's when he flips over and then, you know, just pressure points him to death. Yeah. <laughs> no, he much. just beats that dude. All right. So like he, he just because he's got like gloves on and stuff. He's not pressure pointing shit in that. I don't think I think he's just like. Whatever, I forgot I needed some confidence and Wing gave it to me, so I beat this dude. Mm-hmm. And it, it's lights come up, the crowd's there, and it's like, Yay, you won. Yep. And so like everyone's kinda like, Hooray, and running towards him, and then uh shit heel Tanner dude is just like 
no, and comes like running out of the crowd, like at the with end of Die Hard, with a knife. At the, well, you don't see he has a knife until. Uh, oh yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. As he's got. Oh like, yes. Running? Oh yeah. Okay. Because there are people screaming. He's got a knife, oh, and he's I, just. Rah. I thought I just saw. I just saw the knife hit the no, floor. No, because I like it. I saw that, and I was like, "Well, this is a bad method of attacking someone because you're going to jail no matter what. Yeah. Like if you are successful at stabbing him to death, you're going to jail. If yeah. you're not, everyone saw you come at this dude with a knife right. in a public forum. But they they sort of save the whole thing because basically Mark just kind of jacks him. From the side, like like fist out of nowhere, yeah. With his, he with his good arm, punches yeah. his ass. Off screen punches him, and it, and it it's framed badly. It's framed badly, but like it's it's still pretty good. Like it's just not it's not it's not what that guy needed. Like if if they're making the point of this guy is is brandishing a knife and going to stab someone, that's when that guy needs to get acupuncture to death. Right. Mm-hmm. He needs death touch. He needs heart explode. He needs Five brain explode. Whatever it takes. Like, this is the moment. Palm, it's like, palm, heart he tried to murder me, so I had to defend myself with well, acupuncture, and it, I stopped his heart. I mean, it's it's kind of coming. I'll get there. But I mean, <laughs> he doesn't. Not because the other the, guy gets up. The other guy no. also comes at him with a knife. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. the racist guy goes down first, and that's it for him. He okay. just goes down. There's no anything. Yeah. The, the other guy. I, mean, I just think this, yeah. I think that dude got hurt, and this was the best they could do. I know. So he off screen punches him, and the best thing about this is the crowd is just kind of like running towards him and like yay, like actually step on him, yes. and over him. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah, I, I I forgot the McCoy or whatever the fuck the dude's name was. Like mm-hmm. grabs a knife, mm-hmm. and that's he has to acupuncture his arms to being dead yeah yeah he basically he he hears in his head right the whole you can only do this if it's a matter of life and death Mm -hmm. and then like the dude's just kind of like i can't move my arms and is still acting like he's trying to come at him like you know black knight style and Monty python (laughs) and then he's just like uh whatever and just gives him a good like roundhouse roundhouses him to death yeah and then it's just like yay we win and and you know cut to some time later and he's kind of like sort of reconciling with Wing. He goes to Wing's house. Yeah. Like, hey, Wing. And, and Wing's like packing and leaving. And he's <laughs> Wing's like, got luggage. He's he's out of there. And he's just like, come uh, on, you got to come with me. You gave me a nod. And Wing's like, no, I totally didn't. Yeah, you promised. And and James is just like, whatever, dude, I got your luggage. Get in the car. <laughs> and Wing's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and just basically hijacks him and takes him to the new karate place, which is in a strip mall, like you said, built on the ancient burial ground of the original karate store. Mm. And it's just, they bring wing in and it's like, look, look at what we built. We built a thing. Isn't this cool? And wings like not making any expression whatsoever. And then they're like, check out this banner. Yoink. And they have him walk over and pull the string. And it's like wing and Mark's karate store. And it's like, why would you, why would you just name your place that without ever talking to the guy? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Wing is just kind of like, yeah, well. Yeah, well, and he says, you know, I understand that what it was. And then he, I, I don't even understand what the fuck he says, like what it's supposed to mean. Yeah, but he pulls a Sharpie out of a pocket on his sleeve and grabs like one of the decorative stars that's on the, the wall. Mm-hmm. And you see him write something on it. And <laughs> we then, were all like, he wrote, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and just right. showed it to him, turned around fuck and, you, James. <laughs> and walked out. But he writes something on it and then runs full speed at the wall and jumps up and slaps this onto where his name was on this banner. And he wrote James on the star. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like, no, I, I'm i not going to yeah, run your like, fucking karate. Maybe you don't understand. Joint. I'm packed. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm moving on to the next place where there is I a college kickboxer being, who right. needs my help. I, I enjoy being a chef. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's my true passion. And that place became too dangerous for me. (laughs) (laughs) There were fights every night in the parking lot. (laughs) But Mark's like, well, I don't understand. And he goes, well, if I were in your shoes, I would have done the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then he turns around and leaves. But he throws the little chain that Mark had been looking at in the room (laughs) at Mark. And Mark catches it. And then he holds it up, fist up in the air. James. James. They needed better names in this movie, by the way, too. Fuck it. But... Yeah, he catches it, holds it up in the air next to his head, like fist pumping. Looks like he's yeah. going to fucking lose it. Yeah, like he is like, borderline yeah. just snotty face crying. Also, it had been sitting there. It was really dusty. <laughs> <laughs> he's got allergies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wing has worn this same outfit for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. This like silver jacket, mm-hmm. which is this just like doughy generic man's jacket. Yep. And he has been carrying a, a sharpie, sharpie in his little arm pocket the you entire time. You never know when you're going to need it. You mm-hmm. never know. You never know when someone's going to hand you a star that you need to write, <laughs> fuck you, Jim, on it. That's you're true. You're a piece of shit, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Run your own fucking dojo. That, you might have to write that on two stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but Two he, stars worth. But he's holding up the fist with the little pendant in it and cut to credits. I, yep. I bought a star and I named it after you. I named it Fuck You. <laughs> That's yours. Here's your certificate. <laughs> I named it You're a giant piece of shit. You 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 lied. Yeah. You broke your promise. Yep. Prime. No. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's College Kickboxers. Yes, it is. College Kickboxers. Mm-hmm. I can't believe there's a movie called College Kickboxers. Mark and Jim. Yeah. They have their own dojo now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, no ancillary awards. No, no stock ropes. No. So music is no. generic, and nobody really. That one, out. The music is pretty like jamming. One song they use like three or four hits. times is pretty good. Yeah, but but no words. No, no words. But now we rate it. Yes. Um, I'll go ahead and go. Okay. Um, I don't know. It seems like you didn't really like this movie. I I dug the shit out of this movie. Um, this movie, it's dumb. It's not particularly well made, but man, it's got like a lot of things that I like going on in it. <laughs> there's just there's oozing machismo there's i mean the only thing that sucks is that they they make such a good terrible bad guy i mean good in that you want him to die and you know whatever happened behind the scenes just didn't that didn't work out yeah so that's a little bit of a shame i'm still kind of okay with the way he went out because i think at the end of the day like he just had that like short man syndrome or whatever the Mm -hmm. fuck it was with him yeah where he was all talk and no you know and he was just like talking and getting these people uh, other people with him and you know having to bring in the ringers so just kind of like going out like a punk like that mm-hmm. and it kind of still works for me in a way even though i you know you kind of want wild dogs to tear them apart limb from limb yeah. sort of thing but yeah true. um <laughs> however like just kind of going out for like a punk is still kind of fitting in, mm-hmm. in a strange sort of way um so I, with its problems and everything i still really liked but i'm, I'm only gonna give it three jocks like it's it's a strong three jocks and i and i'm tempted to go higher but i'm i'm there's just there's still issues with it. Um, I'll go. Um, I can agree with that. Three jocks. Okay. It, uh, it 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 starts in a way that led me to believe that it was going to have this level of insanity the whole time. Like all problems on college campus were going to be solved via kickboxing. Like I did. I didn't expect it to become a kind of watered down karate kid ripoff. I just thought like there were going to be continual problems on this college campus and all of it would be solved with various forms of kickboxing that didn't happen, but enough of the movie is, is goofy enough. Enough of the acting is goofy enough. 
it's it's earnestly goofy. I mean, I believe all these people were trying their best. I, mm-hmm. This doesn't feel like someone who didn't know what they were doing. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like a samurai cop type thing. It's not embarrassing or anything like that. No. It, it's just low budget. And I think some things just happened behind the scenes that were regrettable and kind of fucked up their that where the story. I can't imagine this is how, the ending as it was written. There's just no way. Um, but I God the. The racist fuck bad guy is just the best. The way he is so gleeful in his everything. Mm-hmm. The way he leaps out in front of that from behind that Jeep. Yeah. Like, aha, I'm here now and I've brought ski mask buddies. It's just that guy is so good and ridiculous. And that that's what sold me on it when I watched it originally is when that gang showed up and that dude in his mesh T-shirt was like, I'm super racist. <laughs> Did and we even mention that fucking mesh T-shirt? Yeah. Good it, God. It's just. I saw that and I was just like, man, this guy, he's going to go in the pantheon of, of Bamfcast bad guys because he's so good. Um, but yeah, the it, movie has problems, but a lot of its goofiness is very charming. So uh, and it moves right along like it's it doesn't waste a lot of time on on bullshit. Even all, the 45 minutes of training is is pretty goofy and fun. So three jocks. I'll go. I also think it's a three jocks movie. Um, this movie has enough charm to overcome its little irritating like incompetencies it's just they just mess little tiny things they mess up a whole lot of small things but uh wing is great um like the fake romance that we created between mark and james (laughs) is great i don't think that's Um, fake i think the subtext was clearly there yeah um the college, college shri- kissing in their boxers. Yeah. <laughs> Shrill girlfriend was a bit of a mistake, but like there's so much in Wing's character and how he portrays it. Like I absolutely love that. Um it just it loses a lot for um jerkass not getting his comeuppance. That's the biggest complaint I have about this movie. Um there's some like there's some moments where uh a little bit of framing would have gone a long way. Yeah. Um, especially with that last punch from from Mark, like knocking the dude to the floor, yeah. that would have been fucking cool. But it was just kind of good, unfortunately. It was so, so fine. It yeah, was just like it was fine. Why was it was just like that. Yeah, they just like like they knew like that was their best take. Yeah, and they knew they didn't maybe didn't have the framing, but they're like, ah, oh, it's the best we got, so we're just gonna go with it anyway. Yeah. Or the um, dude hurt himself even more falling to the ground. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Yeah, but. But Tanner not getting fucking wrecked in a—I mean, he did get fucking wrecked, but he didn't get wrecked for five minutes worth of roundhouse kicks, yeah, which he absolutely deserved. That guy and never he worked to be, again, so maybe he was yeah. seriously injured. <laughs> he kind of needed to be, in addition to just being a shithead, he also needed to be a more threatening shithead. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's a three jocks movie. It's great if you can find it. You should watch it. Yeah, I'm—I'm just—I'm kind of surprised at how nitpicky. You got about this. Me? Yeah. Why? I thought I, you were going lower. I really did. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm going four jocks. Because, like, honestly, not kicking that one guy's ass for, like, ten straight minutes. Yeah. Because he deserves it. But, you know, there has to be some logistical reason that that didn't happen. But everything else, it's got all the stuff that I want where it's a lead who's like a bad actor, but cast because he can do martial arts, Mm -hmm. but he's also kind of goofy about it. Like he's got this weird, goofy lankiness to him that doesn't feel smooth at all ever. 
Like no. he, he doesn't. He never feels awesome doing these things. He plays it clumsy, but you know he's not. You know he probably has skills. Right. Yeah. You can but, tell he's got skills. But like, okay, so the first time he's doing like windmill arms and the jump up kicks and stuff like that, he's like really goofy. He doesn't get like no. Doesn't get very much. He better doesn't get appreciably time, better yeah. than yeah. the later. He time. does look. He just it is, always it's looks better, but yeah. not awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the guy in King of the Kickboxers. Mm. It's just in King of the Kickboxers, you know, I mean, it just has that sequence at the end where it's just like 20 straight minutes of him and Billy Blanks just beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. And, you know, that this doesn't have anything like that, which is why I can't can't go to a five with it. But I, I can easily do a four because all of just the dumb motivations of everyone, like the unclear what the hell, like how so he she's suddenly all impressed with him just because he learned about acupuncture and, you know, just... And she didn't even know that before she was fucking way into him. Yeah. It was... Well, she was so furious at him because he was interested in martial arts. That was like a death sentence. That was like, mm-hmm. fuck you. And then it's like, I've started learning more about martial arts in terms of acupuncture. Yeah. Same general region of science. Mm-hmm. And it's... She's like, I get in my hot tub now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... I, I love all that. Like, the never really explained wing, like you can't fight for anything. You know, you have to, you can learn all this stuff, but it doesn't, there's no reason you should, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of, you shouldn't go out seeking for seeking a fight, which yeah. is fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, there's a ton of good stuff and it's, it's got the right kind of bad acting in it. Cause like Mark is terrible and it's great. Like every time he speaks, <laughs> every time Mark speaks, I was like, Oh, this guy's a joy. I love Mark. Also, Mark's eyes were set so far apart in, in his head. It just <laughs> fucked with me the entire movie. They weren't set like that. <laughs> like, I mean, but it's not like it was a costume choice. <laughs> it's, it's sad. That I mean, I mean, nature set his eyes yeah. so wide. Like Poor Mark looked like a lizard. He is. He he's why people think that they're lizard people. He's great. But yeah, and, and his best bit of acting is the shrug he gives after knocking out bad guy that's poorly framed. Like they yes. just they don't even shoot that right, but when he takes him out, there's a shot of him just doing like the. Eh. Okay, we were not fair to Mark here. Mark was in Dragon Fight. What? Mark was in Dragon Fight. Mark was also one of the characters in Pit Fighter, the video game. Oh shit! One of the digitized oh, wow. characters yeah, in Pit a, Fighter. That's an accomplishment. We right there. we glossed over Mark's resume, and that he was we shouldn't tie have done that. from Pit Fighter. Yeah. So so our. Two main heroes, uh-huh. or two of our main heroes, mm-hmm. Bamf Castle alums. Mm-hmm. All right, but yeah, I, I mean, it, this is this is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely, you I should just, definitely seek this out. I I didn't have any of the nitpicks that you guys had about like the crowd going away or any of that. Like, I didn't care. I, I didn't mean for it to come across as being nitpicky. I just I meant it in like it seems like the last twenty minutes of that movie were an emergency reshoot yeah. refilm mm-hmm. everything it, i was just trying to convey that something clearly went wrong somewhere yeah there's no way that had to have been what they envisioned because they were clearly building to something else mm-hmm. and when two mystery characters show up in the last reel yeah and you the know. first mystery <laughs> character is not the finale villain and then they bust out another mystery character after that it's like Wait, guys, what yeah. the hell are you well, doing? I mean, the whole thing has the feel of, you know, somewhat like my Miami connection where it's like, hey, man, we got a bunch of guys at the dojo who want to make a movie. Yeah. 
and that guy's worked in movie. Like uh, that guy kind of knows some movie stuff, mm-hmm. like where to get film and all that, and how to shoot it. <laughs> like and to hire a cameraman who knows what he's doing. You know, yes. like it's got that kind of feel to it. Does. It. it does. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody know how to load the film in this thing? <laughs> yeah. We got the film. <laughs> where do we put it? Not yeah. anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No. But, definitely worth seeking out. Yep. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. Hey, hey. Bamcast. Mm-hmm. Half number two. Yep. Time for more pod. More halving. Yes. More Movie pod, talk. Pod, Half pod halving. Podcast. Yeah. Um, I know. I know you've got more Harry Potter to talk about. Let me just. I do. Get something really quick out of the way. Okay. And then, like, the the floor is yours. Um. Oh. I well. I picked up uh, a a copy of uh, Logan on like shiny 4K and didn't realize that the, like I will give them credit for the whole like Logan noir thing. Like it, it's, it's cool. In every it's, yeah, it's cool that it's just a giveaway. Like mm-hmm. they're not trying to sell another version, blah blah blah, or wait for a combo pack or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know, whatever. If you're just turn the color off, that's cool. If it's just a bonus feature, um, but I, I kind of want to quickly say about the actual movie. I, I know I talked about it before. In in rewatching most of it, I haven't. I didn't actually watch the end, but I watched relevant parts enough to come to this conclusion. Like. I know a lot of comic people say a lot of things that are sort of hyperbolic about comic movies being like extra good. Patrick Stewart deserves a fucking Oscar nomination for that movie. I am not even being hyperbolic. Yeah. That is an amazing goddamn performance. Like, I mean, it is like, it's heart wrenching and I mean, it's a, it's a master, masterful performance. So Mm -hmm. I'm like that. that, I mean, it's it's a performance that transcends like comic book movie to me. I just, Mm -hmm. That's all. Like, I mean, Hugh Jackman is uh, amazing in it too, but I mean, like, just Patrick Stewart is like putting on a fucking master class of acting in that. So, so anyway, well, I think because that character has been the most expanded upon in mm-hmm. all those movies, regardless of if it's old or young, Professor X. It's yeah. like when you get to that point, like, it's such a tragedy, right? What's and, happening? I mean, and I mean, I'm just saying, like, straight up, he p- plays that part yep. amazingly, like what's happening and the anger and confusion and mm-hmm. all of that. It just so well. Yep. So yeah, that's all. I, I just, I mean, and I, I don't think I, I don't think I gushed enough about his performance the first time. I think I was just like, yeah, it's all really good. He's good. This is good. It's all good. But like, that's just so damn good. <laughs> his performance. Mm-hmm. So that's really all. It's still a good movie. Still a great movie. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. It's top notch. So yeah. Speaking of top notch. Oh, uh- uh, Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh huh. Man, <laughs> you don't know how glad you are. Chris Columbus is gone until Chris Columbus is gone, and you have someone like <laughs> Alfonso Cuarón taking over mm-hmm. because it's like fucking ten frames into the movie. You're like, okay, like somebody who actually knows what the fuck they're doing is here now. This is the raining one, right? Yes, it okay. rains all the goddamn time. Yeah. Well, not there are like three scenes during the day. Okay. But yeah, uh, this one, this is the one that introduces Sirius Black with uh, Gary Oldman and the Dementors and there's no Dobby and it, man, it's just, it's 
like this is the the one with the most probably world building mm-hmm. thus far as far as like things outside of the school stuff and it's dark in all the ways that it's supposed to be and i think i noticed like with this one it's the movies this movie feels like the dark magical adventure movie like 80s throwback thing almost that the other ones probably should have been mm-hmm. but this one actually hits that tone and the kids like there's a couple things like Quaron doesn't handle the comedy stuff very well at all i'll say that that stuff falls pretty flat and there's only a couple times where the kids have to give like a goofy oh, reaction to something mm-hmm. but they're brief but otherwise they're like markedly better actors in the in this as well and I think it helps that they give them a lot of scenes with adults that, you know, can guide them through what they need to guide them through. Right. But yeah, it's just that movie's just kind of better in every way <laughs> is, is all I can say, other than being not a great adaptation of the books. But this one actually feels like the movie has a through line and a plot that is like streamlined to fit a movie. As opposed to the other ones where it was like, well, we got to check off this scene because this scene's got to be there and this scene's got to be there too. And we got to have this. Whereas this one, they're willing to just be like, you know what? You don't need that. You don't need that. You don't need that. It's like a proper adaptation of a book. Hmm. The problem is they cut out too much of the time turner stuff. So when it comes up at the end, it's like, haha, let's fix everything with this, you know? And yes, they set it up earlier in the movie because there's a lot of Ron going, where did she come from? You know, like, like they, they set that up, but there's no way for you to ever know that that's why that stuff was happening, mm-hmm. but it's very briefly set up, but it still kind of feels like it comes out of the blue. And I think you described it, um, in your letterbox review, you're like, yeah, I really like this movie until it turns into back to the future too. Yeah. Which yes and no, like, yeah, it's very much like that the entire third act of back to the future too. Which is the by far the best part of Back to the Future too. Yeah, when you actually watch that movie, but yes. um, it very much apes a ton of that stuff as well. But I also like that it gives uh, it gives them time to have conversations during that section mm-hmm. because there's points where they're just like, we just have to wait, like we can't go there because everything's happening there, and we have to be waiting for this part of it, you know. I, I like that it's almost like kind of like we've talked about with Doctor Who where characters just have time to talk to each other. Yeah. And they give them time during those sections to do that. And also, it sounds weird, but I really like the werewolf design in that. Like, it's a weird, super lanky, like, really long arms. And it's just, it's not a great effect, but I like the character design of it. But the execution is kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, like, also the effects are way better done in this like they all feel really good. Well, three and years it, later, I mean, there had been some time. Yeah, well, I mean, even in the second movie, it's kind of like, ah. <laughs> and I also like that the Quidditch is like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like it's there, <laughs> but the scene is just like it. It exists to have something happen to Harry, basically yeah. that wasn't supposed to happen. Is this one? Is this the first time that you see the the animated newspaper? With Gary Oldman screaming yes. on it. Oh, yeah. This is the first instance yes. of that. God, that, that made me laugh every time I saw it. It's just whatever animated GIF picture they have taken of him for this newspaper where he is just screaming his face off. Yeah. And it's just like, man, if I could have that on my wall, 
like actually animating at all yeah. times. Just Gary Oldman just screaming his head off in whatever prop this is. That's the best. Like watching this movie the entire time, I was just like, man, that's the best. Keep showing that. I, I could probably make that happen for you if you really okay, want to. Cool. Yeah. Saying not, not that hard. <laughs> we yeah. have technology these days. But I, there is one thing that kind of strikes me is, and the book does it the same way, but it still bothers me is there's a part near the end where the adults know what's going on, but the kids don't. Mm-hmm. And they're all in the same room and the adults are having this conversation yeah. about, and they get really vague. They're like, well, we have to kill, we, we got to kill him now. We got to do this. And they'd never say like, it's one of those cases where it's like, just say what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Don't do it for like it. It feels like it's cheap, dramatic effect Yeah, because it's like, Oh my God, they're going to turn on Harry, you know? And it's like, no, it's not that. And, it's just the way it's presented. It's like, okay, kids, listen, here's what's going on. It takes five seconds to explain what's going on, but yeah. instead they make it sound like they're about to kill, you know, they're about to kill them when that's not the case at all. Well, yeah. this is the third movie. They're what, 14 now? No, yes, like they're, 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 uh, cause you they'd start be, they'd when you're 11, year olds, right? Yeah. yeah okay. So 13 year olds, 13, 14. They look a little older already. And they get to this one. Like at this point, at that point in your life, especially with what these kids have gone through already, they understand some life and death shit. You can you can explain that to them. Yeah, the kids. adults should have been like, "You kids, you know what's up here. Let's fill you in." Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I do remember that kind of being a cheap trick of just like, "Come on, guys, mm-hmm. just say the thing." <laughs> yeah. Make it easier on everybody. Yeah, but but this one, I just. Though it's just it's it falls as a very weird adaptation to me because it feels like they trimmed what they needed to do to make a movie that's, you know, it's two hours and 20 minutes, I think, Mm -hmm. where it's kind of like, all right, you've you've figured out how to get that part, but you've also done a poor adaptation because it feels like in watching it, you have to know a lot of stuff going in from reading the book or it's kind of like, well, that's doesn't make sense. You know, why are they doing that? You know, there's whereas the book, as always, is clear about everything or at least has set up enough hints to things that when they show up, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense then, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can't keep using this little thing to solve everything because there's a consequence to it, you know, whereas the movie doesn't even explain that. So it's kind of like you watch the end of the movie, like, well, man, why did they just use the time turner for this and this and this and this? Yeah. But it's also in watching it, I knew where it was going. So my wife was really into it. And then when they have to basically execute Buckbeak, she's like, she turned on it hard. <laughs> she's like, I don't like this movie anymore. And I couldn't be like, just, just wait. wait. <laughs> They're going to travel through time and fix everything. You know, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't get there. But there, there was even a point right before that happened where she's like, I just, I don't even care anymore. And I'm like, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry get over it though yeah yeah i i, I just but, but don't it have enough like, to add because i haven't watched these in a, yeah. in a long time and i only really noticed one long take scene in the very beginning when the when ron's dad tells him about serious black escaping and mm-hmm. coming for him and which was which surprised me because like you know it's like kind of coron like that's become his thing now but it was also a different cinematographer that he i don't think he'd worked with him before yeah on that one and you know big budget thing you only have so much freedom to do what you want to do but i like it it's definitely it's way better than the first two i'll say that as far as a filmmaking look at this this looks great (laughs) movie 
it's it's definitely a lot more assured a film than either of Chris Columbus's. And didn't you text me while you were watching it that John Williams suddenly started giving a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like it there's a lot of there's a lot of uh you know like the kind of music he uses whenever indie talks whenever they talk about the ark mm-hmm. in Raiders of the Lost Ark mm-hmm. that kind of like that really good spooky music. Yeah. There's a lot of that in this and it doesn't feel like he's recycled anything. Like I actually had to look up that it was John Williams because I know you had said like the series gets better musically once he's gone. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, so who did do this one? I looked up, I'm like, holy shit, John Williams still did it. Hmm. But then I realized it was one of the off years for Star Wars. So that was probably what was going on. Yeah. Sometime. Yeah. Whereas the other one was the same year as episode two. So he was probably just like, ah, ah, here. <laughs> Here's some. That's an uncanny John Williams impression. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. You didn't. Did you sense the British accent with it yeah. as well? Yes. Yeah. It was very nice. Yeah. But that that one, it's yeah, that one's better in basically every way except not being as good an adaptation of the book. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I believe it does. Yeah. So yeah, on to the next one, which was my favorite book in the series, but movie. I know I've seen it, and they cut like. I mean, it's it's a like a. I think it's the longest book out of the series too, mm-hmm. but it's the one that would have benefited the most from being two movies. So that's kind of, it's kind of disappointing. They crammed it all into one goddamn movie. Well, but you, hey, whatever you watched the last of the John Williams scores. Okay. So the next one is not John Williams. Yeah. And is the next one like, isn't the same guy for the rest of the movies from this point forward? Same the music same director. Guy? No, same director. Um, or isn't it like one guy and then it's it's Mike Newell for this one and then I think after that it's the same guy. Okay, where they're just like, all right, this guy knows what he. <laughs> yeah, this guy's. It's like we need to stop auditioning people and just go. <laughs> but it, to me, it was interesting. Like I I know we talk about they get darker as they go, but mm-hmm. this movie's pretty damn dark. Like right from off the bat and yeah, you know. But at least there's no Dobby Jar Jar in his ugly fucking face through it, so that helped. No, David Yates comes in and directs the last four. Okay. So, yeah, they found their guy. Yeah. But we'll see what I think of the next one. Yeah. Boy, and you want to talk about a guy who literally had not directed a movie before getting Order of the Phoenix and then just continuing on with the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. David Yates, television, that's it. Really? Yeah. yeah. British television at that. So. Maybe they felt like he had a grasp of the episodic. Maybe. Well, we'll see. Or the Phoenix is, I think, my least favorite out of all the books. And isn't there one more? Isn't there Goblet of Fire before the Order of the Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Goblet of Fire is my favorite one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because that that's a fantastic book. Yeah. Like it's a good all movie. All the too, shit cause... hits the fan. And that one. That one's basically the Empire Strikes Back of it all because like everything goes wrong in that book. Yeah, it's a good movie too because Twilight dies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cedric. So, anybody got anything else or you want some emails? How about some emails? I like some emails. Electronic (laughs) mails. Electro mails. Yeah. American Uh, mail. American (laughs) mail. First one up, Jay from Vegas. Hey, Jagus. Yeah, where apparently walking on concrete can burn flesh, like destroy flesh instantly, I believe was the the warning I got about walking your pets there. Hmm. So... Don't put them on the concrete. Their flush will be destroyed instantly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I said a broken AC unit got to me to go see Beauty and the Beast. 
Oh. Speaking of Harry Potter crew members, uh, he says, Hey, Banffcast crew, Jake is here, and having no AC and 110 degree weather is no fun at all. So desperate to cool off, I took my mom to the Dollar Theater and watched the live adaptation of Beauty and the Beast. While we went for the cool air and expected a movie we'd dislike, we found we loved it. The film was gorgeous and charming as much as the cartoon version was soulless and flat. Ooh, shots fired from Jay there. <laughs> wow. The Shit. hottest of takes coming over the email. Jesus. <laughs> Says, I Don't love walk the movie. on that phone, man. <laughs> yeah. I love the movie so much. I bought it on iTunes as soon as I got home so I could watch it again. 10 out of 10. Highly recommended. Please don't let this movie pass you by. Jay. Sent from my cursed servant who was turned into a Galaxy S7 by a spiteful witch. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Huh. The last part of that email was way better than the preceding parts. <laughs> Man, soulless. The original being soulless. I don't know about that. Dude, just the just Gaston's song mm-hmm. is full of heart and charm. I mean, it's it's gross heart and charm, but still like I'll say this. I can't I I can't say that a Disney animated movie of that era is soulless. No. I I I hold the tiniest bit of ill will towards Beauty and the Beast, only because it was it was a time where I thought all the other Disney movies to me were better. Like I liked Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Lion King better than Beauty and the Beast, and that's the one sure. that got the Oscar nomination for best pic- best picture, not animated, mm-hmm. straight up mm-hmm. fucking best picture. And I was like. Uh, that one <laughs> like, that's because the academy were, wants to that, fuck a lion then when there were fives like i mean it wasn't even like the 10 like i ah, will just throw some weird shit in there yeah. to get you excited like that that was the only thing like is to me it's like how everyone went nuts for frozen i'm like that's the least of all the new ones <laughs> yeah i'll tell you the the theme song in in for beauty and the beast it's, it's good it's i don't dislike is, beauty and the it's beast. not it's not the worst song in the world, but it's not very good. Like it's, it's easily the worst song. Like the theme song is the worst song in that movie, and is probably the worst of those that era Disney songs. But there were some really fucking good ones around that time. Hmm. But that being like the like soulless and garbage, I I can't agree. I I don't. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I don't dislike it. It's just, <laughs> it's saying, like, it always just kind of irked me a little yeah, bit. Sure. It was like, man, Lion King is so much more a best picture kind of thing. That's Absolutely. Lion King amazing. Magical. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. It's weird. That's a that's definitely an unpopular opinion, and you have a right to have it, just not near me. Yeah, I, I, I don't think any of us has seen the live, live action thing, so Mm-mm. I got nothing to add to that. All of the stuff looked really creepy. You know, like the teapot and all mm-hmm. that was like, yeah. it all looked like it came out of Dark Souls or something. Where it was like, <laughs> I understand they're all cursed objects, but holy shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess my thing about it is just like, I kind of, it, it's being a dick about it, but I'm just rejecting all of these, like Disney just going through their catalog and live action all of their shit. You yeah, know, because but, that's kind of what they're doing is they're just like, all right, what's up next? It's at least better than the direct-to-video sequel movement that they were mm-hmm. doing for the longest time. Yeah. Those were... Where the TV division was just making the... Those were more damaging, I think. Yeah, I it's I think it's interesting to try these live-action things. And, you know, I, I still stand by the Jungle Book. I think that they did a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. 
it's just it, it technology has gotten to a place where you could possibly do these things live and it's interesting to see that yeah but be it's tempted but with so many of these it's like why i know what what do you gain out of retelling this story and nostalgia yeah but i mean like they're you, going for they figured like they can you make look more at money jungle on book nostalgia. and like the animation and the characters are so goddamn charming yeah. in that that it's like why do i need a real ape walking around doing this stuff as opposed to you know or, or you know having a real real bear walking around when it's like well it's blue was awesome in that movie and it's you know it's, it's like easy. why do i need a live version of it that? it's easy yeah i mean yeah. i I, if you're gonna do, I mean, it, whatever Disney have a live action d- division, do do your thing, but like, do clever shit like Enchanted. Enchanted's clever as shit. It like takes all of your thing that you've built for years and says, you That's know, what? That's what they're working towards. They're working towards the Enchanted Cinematic Universe. <laughs> well, I just, I mean, like you've you've done fucking princesses and then it's like what if this was like suddenly real life where it's real world and this doesn't make any sense and and it kind of flips it all on its head and says. You know what? The whole like princess culture is kind of fucking stupid and you know not realistic mm-hmm. at all. And I don't know. It's just do more interesting things with your shit. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Just don't remake movies. I don't know. I guess it could be good. It just it seems unnecessary. It's weird. They're treating it like this analogy has been just stuck with me for like I've been relating everything to like musicians performing the same song over and over again or different musicians performing songs different ways. Mm-hmm. And that's almost how they're treating it. It's like, this is sheet music and we've recorded it once this way. Now we're going to record it once this way to see if people are interested in it. And I guess people are. Yeah. So I, I don't care one way or the other. I mean, obviously they're making money or they wouldn't keep doing this. So I, I it just, to me, it feels like a little bit of a shame. I mean, I'm not one of those people like, ah, why are you doing this? It's dumb. Well, you know what? Then, you need to make people stop seeing it and what you're not going to change people from doing that. It just, it, it sucks that it feels like they're wasting opportunity to do original things that are cool. Like, I mean, there have been good Disney live action movies. I mean, I believe isn't holes is holes is a Disney movie. I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Walt Disney. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like original shit is good. Right. I, I do. I do agree. Like I, I don't see the need for it. Right. I'm just, it's just it's a little bit well, of a shame because you could do other and, original. Well, things. and that's the thing about Disney right now. They have Star Wars, mm-hmm. they have Marvel, and they have all their properties. If anybody can take a flyer on something weird, right? It's them. Yeah, they have all the money right. in the world right oh, yeah, now. Yeah, now's they the could, time to take a chance. They yeah. could just be have like a Gatling T-shirt cannon of fifty million dollar bills and have a stadium full of directors and just. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, everyone check on your seats. <laughs> right, you get a movie. Uh, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. like you yeah. can, you... and and I mean, like you, you think about the the whole Han Solo thing, where basically the directors got fired from it because they were trying to make it too improv-y mm-hmm. and too jokey. And Lawrence Kasdan was like, "No, you you film what's on the page, yeah. you know." And like, yeah, let those guys do other shit. Like, don't keep shoehorning everyone into franchise stuff that you know you can't fuck with. Yeah. But you can take a flyer and let people fuck with other stuff and tell original stories and come up with new things that are going to be the stuff you can remake in 20 years from now. Right. When, you, when you've got to go back to the well. Or, like, let somebody take a chance on something and then turn that into a fucking cinematic universe. Just yeah. experiment with stuff. Have fun with it. Yeah. You're, in the, you're in the business of making art and magic. Art and magic requires you to take a chance. I mean, yeah, Disney has a fuck ton of cash right now, but I would say, you know what? 
maybe don't mass market the next Star Wars because you don't have to. Maybe shave fifty million off your advertising budget because it's fucking Star Wars. People know they're going to go see Star Wars mm-hmm. and make another movie. Yeah. Make a fifty million dollar movie. See what you can come up with. Come up with something crazy, batshit off the wall. But they don't even have to. That's the thing about fucking Disney. I know they have all the goddamn money at but this point. Spend it. Do yeah. something with yes. it. I I agree. I'm just saying, like they don't. I'm saying they don't well, even need the excuse to spend. Yeah, yeah. 50, They don't need somebody like, to a my bean thing counter is they're to not trim sowing, 50 mil. They're not sowing seeds for the future. Yeah. It, because sooner or later, like pretty much soon, people are going to be like, okay, you, okay, you're live action Lion King, whatever, you mm-hmm. know. And, and pretty soon they're going to get to like, oh, live action Hercules, <laughs> the your version of Hercules, you know. And people are going to be like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. You know, they, they're going to like that stuff's going to run out like yeah, at least. I mean, at least Jungle Book made a little bit more sense because it's a really old film. Beauty and the Beast is like, it's not that old. Yeah. Like, well, with yeah. Jungle Book, too, you can do spectacle with it. You can do yeah. live action spectacle. Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. It's like it just you, looks yeah, weird no, because you, these you've are got the you've got that one animal people. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got the one uh, you've got the one musical number with the with all the dishes and shit mm-hmm. and that's your that's your like one tiny piece of spectacle i can't remember the name of the fucking song right now be our guest be our guest thank you that's that's what you've got for spectacle is be our guest and you're bj done. would like yeah. you to know about this song with yeah. all the, the dishes and shit <laughs> but but i mean Correct. it's just I mean, everyone's talked about how hollywood has no middle tier anymore you're yeah. either making a 200 million dollar blockbuster or you're spending 10 million max mm-hmm. on a movie and we need that middle tier of just like, you know, the people that can make John Wick's, yes. you know, because John Wick is not a cheap movie, but it's not a it's not CG a huge, yeah. packed. We destroyed the city blockbuster type thing. Yeah. You know, and we need more of that. And if anybody is in a position to do that, it's Disney. And that's what's frustrating is they just will not whatsoever. Disney's John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Starring the candle Disney. from from <laughs> starring Lemieux. Yeah. yeah. Thing is, is like Disney was could it Lumiere. Lumiere. That's yeah. right. I was thinking of the hockey player. Sure. Disney could make whatever they want, and if they hype the shit out of it enough, they will at least make their money back on it. And at most, they have a runaway smash hit that they've told everyone they need to see because it's a Disney thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it. This is. Uh, I want to say this isn't hard, but obviously. There are somebody somewhere knows things I don't, but they just like, they need to make one super shitty one that tanks hard and it probably still won't stop them. They need to probably make two or three shitty ones that tank hard. But it's like, you know, the the first minute that there is six seconds of Avengers footage that has been processed and edited, the promotion machine on that is going to start. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. like you don't have to advertise the new Avengers movie. You just say there's a new Avengers movie and people all of Twitter will go, oh, shit, there's a new Avengers well, that's movie. that's the thing. Like, all you need well, is a trailer. Well, half of Twitter will go, there's a new Avengers well, movie. The other shit would be like, I was over that before the first one right. was ever even conceived of. Yeah. But your audience is there. If if you're not on board for the third Avengers movie, you're not going to be on board ever. So why make a fucking commercial for it? Why? It's stupid. I, the only thing I can think, like... For one, it's just part of the money printing machine. It's one of the things you feed into the money making machine. I know it's all voodoo and bullshit. And but. but another part is, and I'm not excusing it, right? I'm just I'm just speculating a, a reason that 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 it could be going on. Is it like 
maybe you throw out all this marketing and it makes people go, oh, well, I haven't seen those other two Avengers movies. Let me grab those while I'm, you know, while I'm shuffling through Costco with my vat of mayonnaise and maybe I'll, maybe they make another three bucks, you know, here and there on residuals from Blu-rays or something. You, I, you post to your official Facebook page. Every fucker on Facebook is going to repost that. Sure. It's going to end up on Twitter. It's going to end up everywhere. All you have to you do, say that like you I, say I, that like your like your grandma is no, on I, Facebook. I understand, but but then also you she just is, you but. just have your product reshipped to stores from the warehouse and have them put up a cardboard display of, of Avengers movies and put a sticker on it that says third one coming yeah. soon. It's a fucking sticker. You know, I, it just. Yeah, I, well, I'm still salty about the last Avengers advertising marketing blitz because it was I'm, just like, Jesus, fuck it. Like there were nine theatrical trailers for that. Like, every three weeks, there was like, you got to see the new Avengers trailer. I'm like, no, I really don't. Wasn't that the first one that had a teaser for the trailer? It might have been. I think that was the first movie I can remember that had that. It probably also started that weird. soon, the like, trailer. Yeah, but then it also started that trend of, like, the five-second, like, here's a mini trailer before the trailer. Like, quick cuts of trailer you're about to watch and trailer go. It's like. Mm-hmm. That's weird. fuck are you doing? I mean, I I, I agree. I lament the, the way that just in general movie marketing machines go like we see the entirety of the movie before we've sat down in the theater to see it um that's why i just tune out of that shit anymore like even more than i have tuned out previous like if i if i catch if i catch a teaser trailer and a whole trailer i'm good i just think Mm -hmm. there are things that are bigger than advertising at this point and i agree most disney properties are that Star Wars and Marvel, especially yeah, like the yeah. smaller Marvel movies. Yeah, you probably need to advertise you know what, Ant-Man and stuff. You like know that. what they need to be doing instead of spending two hundred million dollars on advertising Avengers and the next Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. They need to be advertising the fucking Netflix shit. Yeah, like the Netflix and the TV shows. Those don't get any advertising. You never fucking hear about those. I don't know. She, well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was fucking relentless on ABC. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yes. But like Luke one, Cage and all that. Luke Cage. No. I think the that's other smart, guy, though. They don't have to. They just let everyone else do it for them. The thing is, you could let everybody do it for you on the big movies and the ones that are the, the small stuff mm-hmm. that honestly not everybody knows about because it's not yeah. on network television. And as... Yeah, they as far as we've gotten away from network television and TV in general, still not everybody like your grandma on the sticks doesn't have Netflix because she can only get one meg down from, you know, from the local phone company if she's yeah. lucky. Dish Network. Dish Network. Five hundred KP KBPS. Yeah. Hughes Net. Ugh. Yeah, Hughes Net. Hughes Net. Ugh. Garbage. Yep. Paying of six million. Yeah. <laughs> that has to go to space first. Fuck that. But I mean, like there was that late eighties, early nineties thing where what's the new Disney movie going to be this summer? Like Rocketeer, Dick Tracy, that kind of thing. It was like they were taking a chance on stuff. Mm -hmm. None of it hit as big as they wanted to, but it would hit bigger now if they were doing that kind of thing. They should remake the Rocketeer. There's been talk there. There has been some talk about. It was actually and the be Rocketeer like a, video game because that was hot bullshit. That video game was the worst trash, <laughs> man. But there's been there's been talk about not a necessarily a Rocketeer remake, but an actual like sequel, Rocketeer where, Cinematic Universe, where it's like son of Rocketeer, <laughs> like he fi- <laughs> finds his dad's Ro- oh, Rocketeer. Of course, outfit. It, of course, uh, it would be a remake. Well, yeah, uh, I prefer. I'd rather do that. 
I mean, uh, give me Tron Legacy over just like let's do Tron again. I mean, you know, as as much failings as Tron Legacy had in it, almost it, none. Some of that story was hot bullshit. Uh, all of Tron was hot bullshit. <laughs> yeah, hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> We're just hot taking it all over I'm sorry, this podcast. Tron is fucking boring and dumb. Oh, the, the original first one. Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. But I'm saying it's cool looking. But it's I, I, what I'm saying is that Tron Legacy was made interesting because it was a continuation. And a remake, kind of. It wasn't necessarily, let's make Tron not suck. Because the original Tron does. It's visually interesting, I, but Jesus Christ, it's boring as shit. Yeah, I I remember watching that right before Tron Legacy yeah. came out, and I was like, the fuck? Yeah. Like, like, like they get and, to a point where they're just sailing on a laser for 20 minutes. to watch, yeah. too. It oh, yeah. Hurt, like, the flicker and the just the... Yeah, it, like, yeah. I, I had a headache by the end of the original yeah. Tron. So. Yeah, if Tron Legacy had been... Let's do Tron again. It wouldn't have been as cool as, hey, you you kind of remember liking Tron. Maybe you like the mm-hmm. idea of Tron. Let's build on that. Yeah, that was more intriguing than doing another Tron. Anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> uh, Beauty and the Beast. Okay, yeah. Beauty fuck and that. the Beast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just dishes and shit. <laughs> Side note to that that I just want to mention. You know, as far as like trailers and promotion and giving stuff away. Mm-hmm. Book of Henry. Oh my god! I saw the trailer before Guardians and was like, "Yeah, whatever." I it's it's a is smart this... smart kid who's paying Naomi Watts's bills while she plays video games. And oh no, there's something going on with Hank from Breaking Bad next door and the girl. I read a spoiler filled review of that, and holy fuck, they do not give away shit in that trailer. And that, oh my god. I kind of have to see that movie, despite everyone going, this movie is atrocious. Yeah. But it sounds atrocious in the whole, like, what the fuck are you doing swinging for the fences atrocious. Yes. You sent me that link, and I normally would have been, I don't want to read this, but I was like, yeah, this movie, I would never watch this. Let's see what this is about. And I got to the end of that article and was like, holy fuck. I <laughs> I was like, he's got to be joking. But then he had, <laughs> but then he had screenshots yeah. of the stuff he was talking about. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is real. This is, this is what like happens? the prequel to Hardcore Henry. No, <laughs> but this is by the maker. Like a big budget. This hardcore. is by Colin Trevorrow of Jurassic World fame. <laughs> yeah, which everyone is me like, take episode nine away from him now. Yeah, don't let this happen. Who's doing what? Whose movie is this? Uh, Book of Henry is by Colin Trevorrow. Oh, oh the, from Jurassic okay, World yeah, and yeah, okay. soon to be Jur- episode nine. Gotcha. Yeah. It reading that review made me think of that Will Smith movie that came out last year that no one gave a shit about, but we were reading those reviews about it where it was just like, what in the actual fuck is happening in this movie? Like the one where it's just so mean spirited about like this guy's wife died and then this company decides to just fuck with them over it to pretend like they're the ghosts of Christmas or some shit, but they're not. They're just oh, like insurance the, oh, yeah, agents. Collateral beauty. Yeah, that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like that. When you read the actual point to point, what's happening in that movie, you're like, I can't believe someone agreed to make that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I need mean, to see I, both and we shouldn't, movies. we shouldn't make fun of it because this is the shit where we're like, yeah, man, they should be trying other stuff instead of big blockbuster things. But wow, maybe not this. Yeah. Yeah. Magical realism only goes so far, guys. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never seen either of these. I guess I I need to check something out. What is this? We oh, need, Book we'll of send... Henry like came out like Friday. Oh, oh last okay. Friday. Yeah, it's brand new. Yeah. Well, I don't want to read a spoiler filled review of it. Yeah, you, you do. No, no. 
we need to do it for Bamfcast. Yeah. They they must not read anything about this movie. Okay. Okay. That that's fair that's, enough. That's, so that's do fair. we need to have it, a family like, outing? Is it like see, fourteen no, hours no. long? Like some of the shit like this is like tends to be really long movies. No, no, no. They no, no, their no, own no it's not like that at all. No, okay. It is like standard two hour movie, but okay. just so we need insanity. To, we need to have a family family no, outing we'll, to this. We'll, it'll be on DVD. It'll be on DVD in August. So. Okay. We can do it then. Well, wow. It's listed as a thriller. <laughs> I feel like I kind of yeah. want to see this, but if, if we have to wait to watch it, won't it for be the long. podcast. Don't worry. Don't it worry. won't right. be long. Don't worry. It'll be in what the fuck timber. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. I love that. No. We're not doing what the fucktober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch that and the three Fokker movies. No. no, oh, it'll be, no. It'll be absolutely not. No. October no. is October month movies. Right. right. We do October month. God, we're stupid. We're the we just refused to say the word horror in October, so we're just like you know October theme movies. Biggest yeah. idiots on the internet for the October season. Oh yeah, just because fucking like Twitter just becomes like horror movie this, horror movie that for an entire month. Spooktober, and, yeah, yeah, it does. It's too bad they don't just like make horror parodies of, of big movies. Like like they used to like make porn, porn parodies, yeah. Like, but they're just like you know, like you could have October Die. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah. there should just be like a series of ones where it's like take movie title, <laughs> turn it into a horror movie. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, mm-hmm. October Die. <laughs> we talk so much on that. We need. Yeah, to- <laughs> we have other voicemails. We'll, we'll, we'll save them. Yeah, we'll save them for next week. Okay. Contact information. <laughs> we just all really <laughs> got really quiet for a second. Um, yeah, I guess this is the part where we do contact information. So um, email us bmf at bmfcast.com. Go to the website, which is bmfcast.com. Uh, check us out on the Twitter at bmfcast. Give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105 Jacks BMF or 910-556-9263. He hasn't rang, rung, ringed in a while, so... He has. Uh, we just didn't get to it this oh, week. We, oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, we got a... No, he sent a voice. We got an M4A file. Right? Oh, an M4A. Someone, someone bypassed Garfield God to go directly it. to our ears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so ring up Garfield and let him know you, you like him. Um, also, check out our Patreon. Just weird noises in the house. Don't worry. Um, also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash bmfcast. And, uh, we do a whole bunch of extra shit over there, which is, um, piling up day by day. There's like 600 <laughs> years of content already. You could never listen to it all. That's how much there is. Right. But you should try. I don't know how we make it all. <laughs> we must have a time turner. Eh. So <laughs> there's just a shitload of content for patrons. And, uh, we really appreciate those that support the podcast. It helps us, uh, quote unquote keep the lights on in the studio as you will um, so that we can continue doing this at uh, at significantly lower risk to our own personal coffers yes so we we really appreciate it it helps out a lot um, and I think that's about it cool 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 <laughs> cool breeze. yeah all man right. cool yeah alright yeah. let's get out of here shall we alright 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 all right. Yeah. I'm Harlow I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banff Castell, girl. <laughs>